Oh, man, look, it's so good to be on here by myself for once so I could talk about things that I really want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Harry Potter all the time. I get enough of that in my, my life because my wife is a huge Harry Potter fan. So I have like a list of things that we can uh, talk about on this one. Um, starting for first one I have here is... I never realized when I was a kid watching Ghostbusters that Rick Ramirez's, you know, Lewis Tully, he actually banged Dana. One of those things that, like, uh, never really thought about while I was, uh, you know, a young a young man. Why are you live right now? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Nothing you're saying, Jason, because that's why I don't have my headphones on. <laughs> I could just talk <laughs> all I want without any interruption. <laughs> why, so now, why why is this thing live right now i'm sitting here trying to put my clothes on trying to get my face on trying to get ready because we because we told people nine o'clock and it's 9 15 almost <laughs> it's 15. and and i understand yeah. we'd be on cp time but you know i try to at least you know it's not it's not us <laughs> well i thought you guys were gonna be on at nine so i was like oh, i'll roll in get my stuff going and be ready to rock. But what I was talking about was before you you came on and joined us is that I never realized in Ghostbusters 1 that Lewis Tully banged uh, Dana. Oh, yeah. He totally fucked. Yeah, 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 I didn't know that. I didn't realize that until yeah, I watched but Afterlife. In his, and then in the his white. Took, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he has anything uh, to defend. He's the winner. <laughs> I mean, but he didn't really, like, remember it. I mean, like, he wasn't in control. Not like she was like, Lewis Tully, that's the guy I want to smash she was See, the key, he was the key master and she was the gatekeeper he would have remembered it by the logic of afterlife because paul rudd and the mother make the mention of how they <laughs> so that means that tully and dana <laughs> remembered that they and uh Bill's, and bill yeah. murray still wanted to smash they look man <laughs> sometimes honestly though love is true love <laughs> firstly uh lewis tully is probably like pack an anaconda in that pants of his because oh, at yeah. the party of the first one he had yes. the, the blonde looker who was like I want to dance with you and then Janine was all like what's going on with that dude over there I, right. and the number two she was like "I whatever he's got I want and I'm like when I was facts. a kid I was like Janine's fine I thought Janine was the best thing over oh, there I thought she, so. facts <laughs> so that was uh and one of the things that I had to mention in, in pre-show was that uh, I never realized that Lewis Tully, you know, he got the draws, dog. He got Look, the draws. Accountants, they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know what? If you want to make a new era for people going to school to be an accountant, that's the slogan right there. Yeah. Accountants, accountants they fuck. <laughs> uh, hey, Lisa. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. I was a Jason decided to start week. the show without us. Like we not been doing that for the last six weeks without him. Look, He's like, oh, these jokes. Oh damn, like, y'all just recorded me getting my life together. You better. Edit I was that. putting on my shirt when I decided to this thing. <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have locked uh, it if I would have known that nonsense. It was so <laughs> refreshing to be like the first one on, and it was like, oh, I get to have this to myself. And I was like, you know what really grinds my gears? And then I <laughs> hoagies. <laughs> yes you know what hey, you know it's funny you say that i'm probably the only human being in, in the world that's like i'm not a sandwich man i don't like sandwiches what yeah what exactly like bread meat cheese bread it's like <laughs> the I, I earl like of sandwich bread. would be so disappointed 
Yeah, he's turning over his grave. Also, he's turning over his grave because a black man can use a computer. But... <laughs> he doesn't even know what a computer is. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> so he's, he's spinning over, like, all over the place. The Earl of Sorry, I'm I mean, still trying just, to get enjoyed it. So just like, I mean, we've had that Captain America conversation that, like, it's very jarring that this guy got brought back in. No questions about the black people <laughs> randomly walking around. Like, stop it, Captain. Stop as soon as Nick Fury like shows up, is like, you've been awake or you're asleep for a long time. Uh, Captain, I'm like, yeah, and where's my freaking uh pants boy or something? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, excuse me, Steve Rogers is from Brooklyn, he was yeah, never 1940s. Brooklyn. Nope. The, nope, everybody the knows white that version of Brooklyn, people, Ninth, everybody knows 1941, that. Brooklyn, like. <laughs> No, no, Jason. History is history. The Northerners were never racist. They right, right. Slave, Jason. 1941 <laughs> Brooklyn is like 2023 Brooklyn. It's straight white. <laughs> I Michael refuse Chase to believe that best. Captain America was racist. Also, he was in the Howling Commandos. Like with one black dude. Doesn't yeah. matter. The doesn't best mean he, black doesn't mean he talked to the black guy. Yeah. He, he, the black guy. <laughs> he did. He did. When he, Can when you he guys was, not come after Steve? I can't handle <laughs> it. When he was jogging around the, the National Mall, he probably was like, man, what's Darren Luke doing? I thought he'd be dead by now. It's like, yeah, two different dudes. That Family Guy episode. Hey, Jackie Chan. Hey, Jackie Chan. <laughs> like, yeah, that's Captain America. All of them look alike. <laughs> I yeah, can only yeah. imagine like going to probably never interacting with black people to being in a country just where it's like exclusively like especially he was living in DC. So like that that's a chocolate city. He probably was like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Just think about the first time he went to Wakanda, how freaky that would have been for him. God damn. <laughs> and and I, and I say this in respect of like even as a grown 20-something-year-old black man, my image of Africa was nothing like what Africa's really like. Yeah. My image of Africa was the Lion King. So <laughs> can you imagine a guy from the 40s coming to the enemy like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's all this stuff. <laughs> Wait a second. Y'all have cars and planes and stuff? <laughs> right. They even speak English in certain parts. Yeah. Right, right. That. <laughs> He's like, what? I am Steve yeah. Rogers. He's like, what are you doing, no. <laughs> yeah. We're Captain America. We, we have TVs. We have yeah. English here. <laughs> it's like, why are you talking like that? That reminds me of this TikToker who does this thing where she, like people will send her comments like, how do you get water in Africa? And she will like be sitting next to a sink and she'll come up with this really elaborate story on how they get like water or something other basic utility while like sitting right next to like whatever it is that any modern person would have. Like, oh, in Africa, we get the water from the elephants. They put it, their nose in the water and then they come and put it in our buckets and then we take the buckets and she'll be sitting next to a sink or something like in her house in her nice like... Mm multi-million dollar house or whatever. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, people yeah, are well, yeah. <laughs> well, we just don't, like, it's so much of what we even see is it's always, like, the destitute yeah. part. Like, imagine if every, like, a lot of people think that, um, you know, like, we're from Georgia, right? And so a lot of people think that Georgia is just, like, backwoods, Wait, wait, time out. Time out, Lisa. We're from Atlanta. We're from the Atlanta metro area. That's different. 
Okay, I agree, but a lot of people just think I agree with you. So, but people are like always surprised because like the biggest thing people always hear is like that. I the thing that I always get is people don't believe I'm from Georgia because I don't have an accent, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, because I'm not from the boonies. Like, <laughs> I'm not from go that one, part of Georgia. Yeah, go one county over, and they all got it. Like, <laughs> go up to Winder. You'll you'll hear. Yeah, it. <laughs> I'm a Grady baby. So like, no I'll accent. admit. As a more closer to the northerner guy, I did. Like, I came down here. I'm like, I'm like, no accent, no accent. What? Yeah. What is this place? You guys wearing shoes? What is going <laughs> yeah. Well, I first moved to Georgia. There was not a little. The little boy came over and he was not wearing shoes. And my mom was like, "Don't you do that? <laughs> Don't you run out of this house with no shoes on?" <laughs> oh man. I mean, to be no, fair, I, we don't really wear shoes when we go outside, but. Yeah, I know. And that's how you get a ringworm, okay? <laughs> okay, well, I'm almost 40 and I haven't gotten one yet, Jason. Mm, that you know of. So, Your guts are probably filled with like nothing but You know what else I bet happens? I bet if you go outside with wet hair, you get pneumonia. <laughs> yes, that's how that, I got pneumonia. Ask my mom. I'm, I'm going to text her right now. I'm going to have my husband text her because he got yeah. direct phone line to her. <laughs> She'll tell you I had pneumonia when I was three because I had wet hair. I nearly died. Lies. It had nothing to do with your wet hair. That is not a thing. <laughs> I was out in the rain. My you mom were... told me to come back inside and I caught pneumonia. My hair. No, that's was just wet. something she told <laughs> yeah. you to no, be afraid to listen. <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't get pneumonia. I'm saying <laughs> it had nothing to do with you not listening to your mama. Look, <laughs> my mother saying. told me at but three years old that's how I got it. So therefore, so that it you is would right. Always in your head, forever and ever from that moment, be like, oh, I need to listen to everything my mama says or else I will die. <laughs> uh, I, I still kind of live yeah, by those still, rules. Yeah, still do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black mom is a little tough to like not live by those rules. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I mean, what do you imagine. mean I can't go outside with shoes on or without shoes on? <laughs> it didn't hurt. Get your ass in here, and I'll show you what's gonna hurt. And then you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you follow that rule next time. I, I wanted to talk to you guys about, are you guys watching Last of Us? Are we watching Last of Us? Um, Who I are you stopped asking? after the, the gay episode. Oh, not because of the gay episode, but just because like, <laughs> I didn't have any time. I feel like it came out really wrong. I yeah, yeah. Jason, you sure three. did, Jason. You just—we yeah. are allies here, Jason. Yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, the, you know the gay episode? Bullshit. <laughs> I can believe in zombies that have mushrooms in their head, but two men falling in love and having a beautiful life together, that's where I draw the line. Oh, I mean, a thick line, too. No, I'm joking. I just haven't watched past episode three yet. I've watched parts of episode four, and then like I had kids with me playing or knocking stuff over, and mm. you know how it goes. Parent life. Nope. Yes. Yeah, okay, so, good. I was waiting for somebody to agree with that. Like, yes, yes. I didn't know. I know exactly what you mean. No, I, yeah. I do not pay attention to my child whatsoever. Like, yeah. He'd be like burning down the house, and I'm like, Daddy's watching TV. Leave me alone. <laughs> Keep it down in there. <laughs> but Lisa, what were you going to say? Father of the year, y'all. Well, father of the year. No, so, okay, so originally I did not want to watch Last of Us. I had no desire to do it. And mm -hmm. um, and I, and ultimately, like, my family watched the first two episodes without me. And then I they were like, come watch this episode, which was episode three. They're like, just sit down and watch it with us. It's going to be amazing. But so I watched episode three, bawled my eyes out. And then I was just like, my family is going to make like, 
this is something that I should watch with my family. So I went back and I watched episode one and two, and then I watched episode three again just to torture myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I, what I found out was this last week when we were talking, I was talking to my family. We started the last episode is it's so depressing. Like it is, it, there is no happiness. <laughs> and even when there is a happiness, it is very quickly squashed. And it, and it's not that I don't know. I know how the game's going to end. Like I watched James, my life partner slash the technical director of the show. technical director slash producer. <laughs> yeah. Baby daddy, all those guys. Okay. So I watched him play the first game when it first came out. And then I, and I, but I did not watch the second game play through, but it is something that my kids and and he, they all played together, but so I know what's going to happen. Um, so it's not like anything's a surprise for me, but it is, it is a downer. However, it is fucking brilliant. It is such a good show. It is it is so good. Like I so I didn't know about Henry and um Sam. Sam. Yeah, I, I didn't know about that. I missed that part of the story <laughs> and and my family had braced me for it. They were like we need you to know what's gonna happen. <laughs> also, in the show, Sam's a lot younger. Before we go any further, I mean, we're not. I didn't. Okay, say. I, I don't haven't watched it. I'm just making sure we don't stumble on something. We that didn't people say anything, get upset about. but also, yeah. in the show, Sam's a lot younger than he is in the in the games. Sam in the game is the same age as Ellie, whereas yeah. I guess uh, Henry's a little bit older than what they portray him in the show. But yeah. I, I just I think it's an excellent <laughs> show. And I also think there's a lot of beauty to it as well, like. In this yes. previous last episode, you see a couple, you know, a couple old people who are just like living their lives and enjoying. I know, so amazing, yeah. And like, I feel like Frank and and Bill's story is so amazing, and 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 I thought yes. that was a pretty like. I don't think that's a downer to me. I cried because it was it was touching. I didn't cry because it was sad, you know, because they were like, "This is our life, and we I don't want to spend this life without you," right? So well, I, don't know. I think because then you get so so sure. So Bill and um. What I can't think of his name. He literally just said it. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, yes, it was a beautiful story, but then it's always tinged by it. You know, it ends with um, Joel going and finding his dead bodies, and like the note is literally like, "Take care of Tess," and you're like, "Dead." Like, you know, <laughs> that's not a spoiler. She dies in the first ten minutes of the game, guys. Yeah. So, so... I- I'm just interested to um, how do you play like the gay episode in the game? So it's not uh, it's, so the episode. It's so hot the coffee took and Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Right, <laughs> Bill is a Bill is still alive in the game. I'm yeah, joking. I, I know. I'm just messing and, around. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. You have these both thumbsticks. All right. <laughs> I misunderstood the question. Sorry, but but it's, it's uh, yeah, it was an ignorant question. You 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 were on the, you were on the high ground. I was on the real low ground. I was Anakin Skywalker over here. It's heavily implied in the game that they were lovers, but you don't ever actually explicitly see them together at all. Because by the time the game you meet Bill in the game, Frank has already He's, moved on. He says on. it in the game that they were partners. Uh, he says in the game that he they says were that they were their partners, but they didn't. Yes. See, he didn't but you'd only find out later when uh, Ellie finds the uh, male new magazine in Bill's truck that you're like put two two together that they were oh partners. so it was like why would you say partner in a zombie a apocalypse got like yeah that's my partner Bill's black that's my partner over there we friends i, I kind of feel like we you boys. would say partner we in a zombie apocalypse more than any other time because like if someone were to shoot you for being gay 
what police are going to go come and arrest you? So I feel like that's even more of the time to be like, yeah, now nah, we cool. We just friends. But <laughs> we boys. We friends. Right. Like, boyfriends. We boyfriends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to give anybody a reason to yeah. shoot you, that is a weird one that can really easy end on. Be like, oh, he wasn't going to procreate, so let's get him out of here. Like, yeah. We know it's wackadoos out there, especially in the zombie apocalypse, that will love the moment just to do to kill somebody for any oh man. Well, that, and that reason. was the other thing. That was the other thing that I said because so without, I don't want to give spoilers, but especially in the the fourth episode, you realize I think I was the one who said it. Like zombie apocalypse. Welcome to zombie apocalypse, where the scariest person, the scariest people, are the humans. Like I also. Like they're not yes. even worried about the zombies because they're just worried about these fucking humans. This also reminds me of a thing because you know a lot of people like, and I, I don't I don't want to conflate the two, but I kind of do in my head that you know a lot of people, especially with the the new Harry Potter game, everybody's like, I'm going to be Slytherin, Avada Kedavra, Avada Kedavra, Avada. It's like how many people out there with their work for the laws in place would just be straight villains, and it's like. 95% of everybody. Oh, for sure. I, I don't know. I think humanity is better than that. Because I would we, hope we, that humanity is better than you that. We've made it this far in society. Way, like you wouldn't survive the first way. Well, dude, I, mean, I am an absolute scumbag. I'm going to be king. Not you. I was talking about, okay, I was talking look, about we, we have historical precedents to understand that people wouldn't do it because back in the day, police are more of a Martin thing in history than it's ever been in back in the day. So we made it this far existence. So everybody yeah, being the bad guy really didn't happen because people were like, oh, I guess we keep killing each other. Society won't continue. Maybe we no, should figure no. that out. So <laughs> have you not, have you not read about European history? They were murdering each other like every other weekend. It was like and white people still thing. are hanging around here somehow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still figuring out to make We're it. like cockroaches. <laughs> right, still figuring out. So somebody stopped killing. Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe we should stop killing each other. They found Africans and were like, we'll just kill them. <laughs> and Africans are still around, so eventually somebody stopped killing again. Like, it all keeps ending. Because eventually the... <laughs> the Africans found gazelles. <laughs> you know what? You should have okay. went with Mayans. That's the one you could have went with, because uh, oh, yeah. people don't claim themselves as Mayans, so we... Yeah, but other than that, a lot of indigenous, uh, where do you think all of Mexico comes from? They're not all just. Oh, again, I agree. I was just trying to give you an example of something that people think had died out, but everybody else <laughs> typically made it. So eventually, somebody was like, "Ah, maybe this killing thing ain't the way." I, I think you're. I, I, a hundred percent agree with you. I, I feel like, especially in like The Walking Dead, where it's like, "Why are y'all trying? Like, why is it so hard to figure out society? Like, we've been yeah. doing it for like yeah. ever. <laughs> like, why are yeah. y'all? So, yeah. Why is this like?" not a thing anymore like oh no we can't find a place to live like come on now <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> if all these abandoned like, houses nowhere to go no that, that's why i do like last of us because it does show that they kind of bounce back relatively yeah, some people quickly. figured it out <laughs> yeah like to to the point where there is a is established government and as I said, uh, I'm moving to Wyoming when a zombie apocalypse. Hell happens. yes, and I hope I get those people as my neighbors because they are amazing. Out I mean, if Kanye is there, then I'll move to Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Kanye is Everybody definitely going to be on some freaking, you know, supremacist stuff. Like it's going to be like he's going to build pyramids, like you know how they had down in Eatonton, Georgia. That cult they had, where he's like going to be wearing pharaoh robes and like sacrificing people to Ra or something. 
Whoa. All right. We want to start at 20. No. Yeah, everybody go with 20. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, we can keep going. I mean, Let's I, go. I, no, I, no, no, it's fine. You want me to you want start? I'm like Captain America. I, I mean, I can do this all day. So <laughs> I guess I'm starting. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Head Cannon Circus Podcast. I'm your host, uh, the Duke of All Nerds, the Duke of All Blurds, the Lord of the Night Skins, uh, Jason. Thank you, thank you. There's applause, there's applause. Welcome everybody to our <laughs> wonderful show. We have a jam-packed episode. It is the last few days of Black History Month, so this episode's gonna be black. It's gonna be Wesley Snipes black. It's gonna be like, my gum's black. That's how black it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Of course, I have my two wonderful co-hosts. You know, he is the Martin Luther King to my Jesse Jackson. Jason, how's it going, Jason? Man, I don't know if I could get that kind of high of a level, but I get it. The correlation of friendship, I get it, yeah. man. But uh, that's a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. It feels good to be back, man. I feel like I uh, had to come back today with some real hot takes because I feel like last week without me, you guys really set the tone. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to get back on this show tomorrow. So I'm, 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 I'm here to pod today, man. I'm here to pod. Let's do it. Did you get and a little bit of FOMO? Yeah, he felt lost out because we had fun last week. Lisa actually laughed at my jokes. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I took me got a minute, prison, but it was so hilarious. you know, yeah, I got I got my oh, bill yeah. posted, so yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, she makes sure that uh, well, she's the only reason anybody actually watches this show. Honestly, <laughs> it's Lisa. How you doing, Lisa? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm a little offended that I didn't get like a like pairing. It, it's fine. I've known you longer I'm sorry, than I, you know Jason, but it's fine. It's fine. What do you want me to say? Uh, like it's it, like any other like Hi, male <laughs> female good. relationships are it's like fine. always weird. So I, like she's the Bella to my Jacob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but Jacob way, was think... the cool one, right? Like the other one was the lame. Jacob was the least problematic, least. But that is a very the best werewolf by far. Was he the least problematic? Because didn't he like try to bang a little kid or like imprint on a little kid? Look, but that's not his fault. Like, oh, the vampires. Yeah, it's Stephanie Meyer's fault for (laughs) (laughs) yeah for making that a thing because she could write anything else and she chose literally. It's her entire world. She can literally do anything, and she's just like, I can't have you, Bella. I'll have have your child, baby. Yeah. yeah, so Jacobs is like the beginning of a Disney villain, and it's like, oh, I couldn't have you, so I'll take your kid. Like, yeah, isn't but, that how like Rapunzel started? The way she explains it, they're gonna be just like super best friends up until the point where she's like, Yeah, I'm old enough to have sex with him. Isn't that <laughs> called grooming? I don't <laughs> know. I, I, I just think, let me no, wait till you're 18. <laughs> now we can get married. It's called also, imprinting. <laughs> also, she she's also super like uh Reynolds rap also ages really quickly so I don't know like if that's like if she she looks 24 but she's like really only three. doesn't matter I can't like this is a favorite <laughs> yeah, yeah. show yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah, when yeah. when yeah, I, yeah. I look, talked to I didn't write Sarah, the book she definitely wants to come on the show so maybe we do like something like that and we just go down the twilight rabbit hole rabbit hole and, <laughs> yeah and just pick it apart so we're gonna yes. do like a Twilight episode where we watch all the movies and then oh please don't talk about that. them. Because <laughs> I, 
I'm like halfway excited, but halfway apprehensive. Oh, yeah, God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think it's something. We don't even have to watch it because I'm sure I've definitely seen them enough times that I don't need to watch it because I can remember everything. <laughs> I've seen the first three movies and I wanted to pull out all my teeth and gouge out my eyes because, but hey, that's what the show is for. Yeah. Make Jason suffer. Yay. <laughs> Except for Sarah this Sarah says she can totally talk about twilight yeah there so we that's go. what we'll do i knew she <laughs> sarah welcome to the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that thing that you like it's creepy and disgusting let's talk about it <laughs> oh if you do ghostbusters then we gotta bring on jaren and let oh jaren, god you know no that's not gonna be fun <laughs> show, show her his proton pack and that seems really weird saying it that way but uh, I don't know. He, no, no. he really has Jaren. a proton pack. <laughs> no and Jaren, oh, oh. Uh, the entendre plus the double entendre are going to be <laughs> involved. Yes. Uh, for those of you joining us, uh, and if, if you're joining us for the first time, mm-hmm. please like, share, subscribe, turn on notifications. Uh, if you think that our reviews or our comments are out the whack, uh, please jump into our comments and tell us how much you love Elvis or, you know, think that being white is the best thing in the world. <laughs> and we can, Elvis, we love the engagement and we will come back and we will engage with you. Jason loves going through the comments and like picking them out and he will actually tag you in them and say, hey, we're going to talk about your comment at this time with this show. Please join us. So make sure you go ahead and like, share, subscribe, and notification so you know when our shows are up. Yes. Yeah. Leave comments, please. It, even if they're problematic. Yeah. Especially if they're problematic. I <laughs> love the problematic ones. <laughs> That's why Jason's Martin Luther King. I'm more like Huey P. Newton, except with all the, like the respect <laughs> and you know, <laughs> actual like motivation to do things. <laughs> but I'll mm-hmm. tell you about mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> but as I said, we got a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, we are going to be reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. This is especially a black movie because it's Jonathan Majors in it, and by him being there, it makes it black. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's the rules. There's yep. the rules. And then we got two shows that are probably fighting to be added, including the conversation about the culture. We have Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and then my dad, the Bounty Hunter. I yes, can I can I tell you guys real quick what. Maybe I should wait. No, I'm going to still tell you now. <laughs> so whenever, whenever uh, Jason had like put in the text thread like what to watch, he put my black dad's oh my a bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally, I literally googled that. My black dad's a bounty hunter, and it took me forever to find that show. <laughs> and I was, that's why I asked. I was like, "Is it my dad? My dad?" I was a bounty like, hunter? "This is not. There's no way they named the show this." <laughs> I'm going to take out the word black. My dad's a bounty hunter. Yeah. That popped like, up. No, that's what I'm like, is this I, actually, I typed it wrong. I should have put my dad, the black bounty hunter, is why I should have done it. But <laughs> needless to say, you found it. Uh, yeah, I found it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so. Also, people, uh, if you don't mind, we have a little thing on the internet now. Besides ourselves, we have our head cannon circus uh, website. That's what this thing is called. You can come and view our very latest episodes. Uh, you can view our videos, the ones that Jason has actually edited and put up. He worked so hard on. You can read a blog. Lisa wrote some stuff. I wrote some stuff. Jason doesn't want to write no stuff because he he's he's but he's really good at it. So either way, come, please share. You can comment. His profiles like 
87 million words. Look at dating profile. My profile, one paragraph. Lisa's profile, like two paragraphs. Jason's a book. (laughs) He's like, oh, I can't write a blog post. Like, you already did one. (laughs) Because I want to ask any questions. Like, oh, Jason, where you from? Read the bio. (laughs) Jason, what things you like? Read the bio. (laughs) So, just easy. So, you put everything in there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, join our mailing list for one thing. Comment I even put my, my social security number. Uh, <laughs> also put my bank account information in yeah. there. So again, oh, read yeah. the bio. Yeah. If you want to, uh, you know, be a uh, a sponsor of the show, we have a link that you can send us an email and send us money because we are desperately poor, especially me. <laughs> and you can join our pantheon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All that delicious goodness that we're putting in the beginning of the show before we start the show is going to end up on a pantheon, guys. So you guys yeah, got to get yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, in my pantheon, I will be the god of beer and titties. Yay! Nope. <laughs> so you guys want to... <laughs> yeah, let's start. I don't even know, it's, it's, I don't even know where to go from the there. It, it's I don't just... know where to go from there. Was it ever on rails? That's the question I want to ask. This yeah, we, we started this pretty... Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go with the first things first. Ant-Man and the Wasp find themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that pushes them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. That's what Google says about Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania. Now, if you don't know, now you know. For everything we do, we give it a one-minute review. <laughs> this is Black History Month. Jason, go ahead and start us off with your one-sentence review. Uh, my one-sentence review is, this giant man of a movie shrank my enjoyment to an Ant-Man size. <laughs> Damn. Oh, <laughs> Lisa, go ahead and give us your one-sentence review. A movie where lying liars lie and pay the price. <laughs> Pretty astute. And for me, I'm going to go, how's the next, bad, next big bad guy for the next two phases going to take an L to Ant-Man? Hell, I'll believe Hawkeye over Ant-Man. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. Facts. Here. Facts. All right. Just so everybody knows, to... spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is going to be spoilers. big spoilers. Um, yeah. Uh, guess what? Ant-Man dies at the end. He gets murdered. His face explodes. <laughs> eyeballs pop up. It was very, very graphic. I, I almost I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Uh, that's, that's, not, how... that's not accurate. That's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, Liars. That's I Jason's trying to that get cast in the movie. He's a liar. In fact, that would have made it a whole better movie for me if that actually happened. Uh, Jason, no, I know that you had better. some some strong uh, opinions about this. Uh, why don't you go ahead and, and kick us off with this discussion here? Oh man, it's very rare that I go first. Um, it's my kids. So I'm just going to keep at least last. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. We got to celebrate the ancestors by letting me go first. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just going to come off the rip. I hated this movie. This movie was terrible. It's trash. <laughs> it sucks. Um, I'm debating if I'd rather want to watch Thor Dark World or watch this ever again. That's where I'm looking at. I'm juggling it here. And people say, well, why do you hate it, Jason? What, what's so wrong with it? And I think, and I think this is like the last review we did Love and Thunder. I think I'm just tired of the Marvel thing now. I, and, I, and I think it may not be the movie's fault. I don't know what you guys are going to say, but I think I'm just tired of the Marvel thing. Like, at a certain point, what is is anything even serious anymore? Does anything even really have threats or consequences or anything that has either that makes the stack the odds against them? Because 
hell, in the middle of the big fight, one character just told another character to stop being a dick, and he was like, huh, I guess I'll change my life. And that was completely okay. And I'm like, what? How? How, Sway? Like, it, it just... Look, go see Jonathan Majors in this movie. His King the Conqueror, up until he gets, you know, the break speed off of him, is great. Um, yeah, when I said he gets the break speed off of him, I'm like, yeah, literally, by a bunch of ants, he gets the break speed off of him. Um... <laughs> And the one thing that just boggles my mind in this movie is that if Kang is supposed to be this big, huge threat and conquered all these multiverses and universes and all this type of stuff there, um, I'm not even worried about him taking the L. The part that bothered me the most of this whole movie, that when I left, I was really like, I'm over it, is that once they go through and they close it and, you know, old girl comes back and they close it and they fight him again, they just open up the portal again. They don't mm-hmm. know if Kang won or lost. So literally, they was going to let him just walk back out. If he won that fight, he would have walked right back into the world. And the whole movie would have been obsolete. And at that point, I was like, oh, I'm nitpicking this much, this much? I must really hate this movie because most movies have issues with, I'd be like, oh, that's what they're going to do. I'll accept it. It just, it wasn't good, guys. It just, uh, apparently, it just in the, apparently in the original <laughs> cut of the movie, they were actually, Ant-Man and the Wasp were actually supposed to stay and get trapped in the quantum realm. Would have made but, more sense. But unfortunately, I guess it leaked on the internet or I guess an early screenplay and they changed it to something way worse. Uh, listen, if your screenplay leaks on the internet, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just fine. keep making your movie. It's fine. It's going to be okay. Don't make a worse product because of it. Because I, I, I would agree with Jason. like Not with his assessment that this movie is terrible. Because uh, I, I ended up having fun with it. Mostly because Jonathan Majors is fucking amazing. And he could just... He it, for me, it felt like there's two different movies. There was one that Jonathan Majors was in, and there was the everything yes. else. <laughs> yes, yes, because <laughs> Jonathan Majors definitely he makes Kang feel very menacing, but he also makes him feel uh, not like not like he's just pure evil, but he's like he's a person who has who thinks they have a purpose and have to figure and follow that even if it means hurting people. So it doesn't seem like he's evil in that, that sense that he's just like, I just love killing people. It's so much fun. But like, I thought it was really cool that the way that he portrayed him, especially when he was like, when, uh, uh, I can't remember what Michelle's fight, uh, Janet Van Dyne, uh, when she finds out what who Kang really was, Kang was like, I'll still send you home and you can be with your family. And I was like, it's, I told you I was going to do that. And like, yeah, I want to go do some other heinous shit. But I made you a promise, and I thought that was like that's like you know like Thanos would have been like I'm gonna fuck you up, I'm gonna fuck all these other people up, and that's gonna be into it. Like I really really enjoyed. Well, Thanos would only fucked up half of them and left the rest <laughs> half the the, the, the reward yeah, of the planet he gave them, right? <laughs> but I would definitely have to say that there are parts of this movie where it's just like I, there was in previous Marvel movies, especially in like Phase One, Phase Two, or whatever. They were funny parts, but they weren't silly for per se. It wasn't like, hey, let's stop everything, you know, this huge chance in your dramatic moments to make a dumb joke and make it like, haha, this is for the kids or whatever. And not saying that these movies aren't for kids or whatever, and you shouldn't, you know, put things in for them. I'm just saying it's just for me, it's just like as Jason said, it takes away the weight of what's going on if you're going to stop and do a five-minute interlude about calling another character a dick, or if you're going to be like the whole thing, it was a, it was a little. Even though I love uh, David Dashlani, he's got to do this movie after they wrote him out. You know, it was like that's funny-ish the first time, but like after like the seventh time, you're like, okay, now now that joke's getting run to the ground. 
And let's also say that like pretty much every other character that isn't Ant-Man, uh, his daughter Casey, and Kang doesn't have a role in this movie. Maybe a little uh, bit with, with Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, but say like Michelle Pfeiffer has a yeah, but freaking uh, yeah, Michael Douglas, he's just a walking corpse in this. <laughs> freaking, they shouldn't even put the wasp on here because she barely even has she barely says anything. Like, there's no character arc for her. There's she just comes in and saves Ant Man's ass because apparently they gave her better powers. <laughs> and and honestly, I like to see her her fucking movie. Like, just just because she <laughs> is better than Ant Man. <laughs> like, the only reason she. Ant-Man beat Kang, it's because of her. Only reason anything's happens because of her. And that's also weird. Why doesn't everybody have wings? Like, come on, y'all, y'all here together. Give everybody wings, like and shooter blasted things. But there's one thing that is really, really egregious to me in this movie. And that's oh, because only one? <laughs> there's there's a <laughs> okay. lot of other things. But the one thing that I really, 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 really just like, oh, this really just got me in the back of my throat, and I just could feel the bile burning. Was that William Jackson, Jackson Harper was barely in this movie, and they gave him like the most throwaway like character. And if y'all don't know who he is, he is Cheaty from the the Good Place. Oh, I was wondering, I'm like, who are you even talking yeah. about? You should just this tell me guy the black is dude. phenomenal. I don't know that dude, <laughs> and he's a phenomenal actor, funny, talented, great, could be a star, literally could be a star. And they gave him this fucking and like he could be in the MCU as as a main character. Like that's how good he is. And they gave him this fucking. No, like this character does not interact with the plot whatsoever, other than to have these silly jokes where I can read your mind. Does this come into play in the story whatsoever? Nope. Whoa, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, Jason. You have to realize that there's still the rule of still the rule of one. You got you got a black king. We ain't gonna give you no yeah. other black characters that's worth a damn. You better slow down. Yeah. <laughs> you better slow down. Got black king, we got black Captain America. You ain't getting the black Reed Richards, even though they were you know pushing for this guy. A lot of people were pushing for this guy to be Reed Richards in the MCU. But of course, everybody wants fucking nice guy, uh Jonathan Krasinski, even though he's low-key a scumbag. But damn <laughs> <laughs> look. That nice guy thing is a fucking act, and Jim is the is a sociopath, all right. And I think he's just playing his, just himself in that in the office. He's a sociopath. I see it. It's gonna be like Arnie Hammer. He's gonna come out with a basement full of dead bodies and a freezer full of people parts, and it's gonna be horrible. <laughs> I refuse to believe that Mary Poppins would be married to a sociopath. I, I, she's I, probably one too. No, nope. he did that. a movie with a rock. That. She's not. She's not. I know it. <laughs> I know her personally. She's not. <laughs> Lisa, you, Please you tell us, Lisa, that you love this movie and that we're all wrong. Please tell us that. <laughs> so, I fucking love this movie. Yes! <laughs> I loved it. And and I was, like, so excited. First of all, I am an Ant-Man fan. Like, I am one of those people who loves the Ant-Man movies in the MCU, and I know a lot of people don't love it. So, um, I I love, I loved it. I love this movie. The only thing, like when we were done, I was talking, my kids went and saw it with me and we were talking. I said, I miss their friends. I miss yes. the interaction with the the, the Russian guy, T.I. and um, what's his name? The comedian. Michael Pena. Yeah. Like that to me, I felt like what is what I was missing. And I was hoping that one of the after credit scenes would have that. And, and I think that you guys are forgetting Ant-Man was always very quirky and it like there and i just think it it kept the tone of the previous ant-man movies and yes and and scott lang is not hank pym and he's not a superior ant-man 
and why you should have lost. <laughs> and um, and 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 I think Scott Lang has always been strong because of the people that he has in his like on his team. You know, like he always needs the people on his team to help him. And so, yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was funny. I was laughing hysterically at the the dick part. You know, like don't be a dick. <laughs> like you know, and Modoc because Modoc is fucking ridiculous that's like the most ridiculous character ever and then whenever he starts saying it and, and scott's like oh yeah it's an anagram it's an anagram i get like, it i get it yeah like, <laughs> it's funny because they have their lives are someone is always trying to kill them they're always you know it's always into the, the world and it's i an and i think it's a nightmare <laughs> it, yeah and and even you know at the end when you have scott thinking about it like oh shit did i even do anything and he i mean and that's the thing like and that's and i talked to my kids about it and i said in the grand scheme of things he probably didn't do anything but he had to do what was right for him in that moment which was save his daughter and and i don't and the other outcome like regardless of if he saved cassie or not the big bad is going to happen anyway. So he can't control, obviously he has no control, but he does have control over if he's going to save his daughter. And I think that Kang proved that it doesn't matter what he promises. He's probably not going to deliver if it doesn't serve his big picture, what he sees because he didn't hand Cassie over. And, and I, and I'm not convinced that he would have sent um, Janet home. And I'm not, I'm unless it, unless it didn't, interfere with his vision you know his ultimate goal so jonathan majors was fucking amazing i i he was amazing and yeah. he's a fantastic um villain and and i and i love like what i loved about him was which i think that marvel does this pretty good is their their villains always kind of are justified you know like in they're not just bad guys like they have an ultimate re like they have a they like, have a good reason they just go about it the wrong way correct yeah so even with like when you talk about like magneto and like i'm one of those people who is on magneto's side and um you know so nope i loved it i everything that y'all hate about it, i fucking loved it so y'all are wrong i'm right <laughs> i want to also be clear even though i am trying to shit on this movie i have do not hate it as much as Jason does. I actually was having fun. It's just yeah. that a lot of stuff in it, I'm just like, it's. it makes me laugh because I'm, you know, a slope brine idiot, but, like, I want a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, I want a little bit more from... Because the, the trailers made it seem like this is going to be, like, Ant-Man's definitive movie where he's, like, down in the gutter and, like, there's no way out but to, like, only thing that he can win is, like, by making Kang lose. But like, no, he just wins. Kang doesn't lose. I mean, Kang loses and Ant-Man wins. Like, that's the end of this. Like, <laughs> I don't think Ant-Man wins. I think that that's the whole point. And he talks about it. He he thinks it too. And it's like, well. Yeah, he, he like, gives it I a second thought won. because Kang says, oh, there's other motherfuckers out there that are not just me and mm -hmm. I'm not the, really the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, Ant-Man won. <laughs> yeah, but Ant-Man beat Ant Kang. And That's they like... threw him into the freaking core and killed or killed him. Like, well, he, that came. it's not like, <laughs> yeah, well, that came. It's yeah. not like in uh, Infinity War where, oh, yeah, they might have 
you know, injured Thanos, but Thanos still gets his plan off. Like, Kang didn't get his plan off, like, it at all. Like, he was defeated. Or, like, even in, like, something like... um, Or maybe he did, because he's the master of time, and we don't know yet. Yeah, but this mm. is one movie. Maybe he want- did, Jason. You're just, like, you... Yeah, he's but seen I want every. To- he's the master of time, and he keeps on saying he's seen every outcome. I I agree that it does seem like he died, but I still wasn't convinced. I had to ask my kids. I was like, "So did he die, or did he just go somewhere else?" And they're like, "No, he died." And I was like, "But like, we didn't see him explode. We just saw him almost like yeah, sucked into a better. Maybe he went to an even more quantum quantum realm. Maybe <laughs> I don't know." Obviously, but there's no way. fucking rules in Marvel. They just yeah. keep making shit up. Because it doesn't make sense that, you know, there's a tiny universe under our universe that's, like, exactly in your living room. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you shrink down smaller, yeah. like, that makes their universe a lot larger. Y'all just find the same, the regular motherfuckers that y'all left. <laughs> it's like the men in black open up the lockers, another universe in the locker, and then, yeah, yeah. Um, couple. I, I, couple I like comments. that. At least I like that. Oh, so go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I just it it felt a little Star Warsy. Did you guys get that? A feel? lot of Star Wars. Yeah. It felt yeah. a lot of Rick and Morty H too. But that's Rick, because... Rick and Morty, Star Wars, and a little bit of uh, Wakanda. Like one of um, the. At the go end. ahead, Lisa. No, just headlines. at the end, with the, what you call it, with the fighting, and I was just like, these. I wonder if they're taking these, if they're reusing sets or what, because this could be right out of Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one of the head writers is from Rick and Morty, so or the head writer of Rick and Morty wrote this film, so that's Mm. probably why it has a little bit of Rick and Morty D-Day. I also want to talk about Modoc and the way that he looked, (laughs) and I thought, like, they need to give Marvel's animators and special effects, they need to give them a vacation of, like, two years so they Mm -hmm. can calm down, because that shit was horrendous. Mm. Horrendous. I don't know why they try to make... uh, What's his face? It stretches Corey. Uh, I can't remember his last name. I was gonna say Corey Hawkins, but that's a black guy. Uh, Corey Stoll. That's his last name, I think. But like, why do they stretch or give like a deep fake over this obviously CG animated thing? And it's like y'all could just make that a hundred percent CG and it look a thousand times better better than trying to like deep fake his face on there. It just looks and like the worst part is like that is a great idea. To give Modok because then it attaches Modok to Ant Man and mm-hmm. gives him more yeah. purpose and more urgency. Like I said, it, it, it look. I hate this movie, man. I don't know. Yeah. Because it. <laughs> it, it's you, you know what you know what I hate it. I hate it because there's so many opportunities that could have made this movie work, and every single time they just drop the ball. And it makes sense. You said you mentioned that it was written by somebody that writes Rick and Morty. That makes sense when you're doing a serialized thing because Rick and Morty's known for putting some great ideas out into the ether and not touching it for like three seasons and then yeah. bringing it back and saying, oh, yeah. hey. Now, just like no different than Avengers 2, this could be one of these situations where seven movies down the road, we go, oh, crap. Ant-Man 2 was on to uh, Ant-Man 3 was on to something. They had all these things. Or even Thor the Dark World, what do you think? Like, right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, they're yeah, on to <laughs> yeah, uh, Throwing the Dark War is the most important movie ever. <laughs> but it just like it's just so many like even I, I could go through all the missed opportunities. Hell, one of the biggest missed opportunities was Cassie's trauma. Yeah, as a six-year-old girl, she watched basically a full-on like video game fight in her room that ended up with a train going through her bed. Like she and mentions then half it. The people disappeared. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and she thinks and, her like, dad is. Dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of trauma that yeah. people deal with it and play into. 
and the fact that maybe she should have had like a fear of Modoc because this guy is the guy that damn near almost killed, killed her and destroyed her life. Like it just, <laughs> but they make a comment to it that Cassie's like, "Oh, I've been blah 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 since six because blah 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 blah," and she's like, "Happy go lucky." About like what? What are you talking about? Um, I do awesome. like. I mean. Oh, go ahead. I want to get to say they're gonna they set up like kind of like a plot point that like they're Cassie and and Scott's like relationship is strained, but like they resolve it like twenty minutes into the movie. Like, well, oh yeah, the quantum <laughs> realm will do that for you. Time <laughs> is different. But if you're gonna make a thread, let it be a plot thread and stretch it throughout the movie. Like you know, maybe Cassie falls under the spell of King, and that's because she's rebelling against her happy-go-lucky dad. And she's like, oh, this guy, something. I don't know. That sounds cliche, but still. I would have been fine if they would have stayed in the quantum realm. That I didn't know that that ending existed. That makes yeah. me a little bummed. That would have been a good ending. The, this really, movie was poorly written. It was poorly <laughs> edited. It was poorly CGI. Hell, you didn't even have to even make that M- Michelle Pfeiffer's character had a like a, a backstory with that. You could have done this whole movie without that backstory crap, and it could have just been like, "Hey, this dude is in here running things, and this Joker ain't no ain't no joke." Like. It, if so many moments they put in here just because I think it was like, oh, well, this gives more urgency, but then they undercut all the urgency that they put in the movie. Like, I don't get how someone sat down with a script and they all these people that write Marvel movies and sat down with this and was like, yeah, this is the best way to go because nothing makes sense. Like, Kang is a conqueror of all these multiverses, but gets washed by one group of ants and people. Like, are you serious? Super like intelligent. A it was like a kajillion ants. Honestly, very human planet right this now. Don't get literally said out of his mouth, "Are you the one with the hammer?" Insinuating that he is what he's waxed store in many occasions. So much so that he's waxed store that he don't even remember what that like. Yeah, but these jokers beat you. These jokers, and then like the whole premise of like again. Herb spending this time with Kang, but never mentioning that she spent this time with Kang, or the fact that all oh, the yeah. all this quantum ver- all this quantum verse travel that they did all before that moment, but this one time was this one time they should go to the quantum verse. Like, didn't one of them end with them getting zooped into the quantum verse and a mouse yeah. having to free him? Literally, <laughs> but none of this was. Guys, come on, we got to stop this with Marvel. We got to stop this with Marvel. They are not even being consistent with themselves anymore. They're just making shit up and being like, because it'll make a billion dollars, we'll be fine with it. I think I'm done. I I can't anymore. There was a point. (laughs) Yes. It's baby (laughs) not for me. Yes. You are 100% correct. Like, Hope was like, hey, what happened? What are we up against? And and Jenna was like, I can't tell you because I'm trying to protect you. He's like, no. Like, tell her. You're in the shit right, right now. Right, like, right. Tell her. We'll, we'll, like, help her. Like, it's it was it was very frustrating because, like, that's a common trope that we see in movies. And it's like, in that one, like, you know, you could, you could like, be like, oh, shit, yeah, this is what happened to me. And I didn't want to tell you because I was traumatized by it. But nope, I'm just going to be like, ah, I'm just sitting along until it becomes relevant for me to tell you. You know what I would have taken? I would have taken that like, getting out of the quantum verse did something to her brain and she forgot. That would have been a more plausible thing <laughs> than I can't tell you, but we got to run. And <laughs> while we're running, we're really just walking. And while we're walking, I can't talk. But I can keep telling you that I can't tell you. Just trust me. Right. Just trust me. I'm like, it's a lot. mother, it's a lot. I love you, but you need to explain yourself. But, uh, we up I don't here. blame Marvel for that because that's just a, trope, <laughs> that's a writing trope that I don't blame Marvel for. Everybody does that trope, but it's just physics is not working it. here. <laughs> like we're, in, right. we're tinier than the atoms. Go ahead and just let it let it out. I don't think it, you know what. Whatever you have to tell me, it's not going to really uh, reflect our relationship. 
because we're already fucking tiny people. So let's just do this. <laughs> like, it's and I think, weird I enough. Think why you liked it, Lisa, and I'm not speaking for you, but I think why you liked it, I think it's because the point of view I came into it with, like you came into it completely with it. Oh, this is an Ant-Man movie, similar to one and two, where it's just going to kind of be almost almost kind of almost disconnected from the rest of the universe. They're usually heist movies and they're just fun and goofy and whatever. If they never, and like what Jason said, they never promoted this as like the beginning of phase five. This is the beginning of the Kane dynasty, you know. So, and then you do these previews that make it seem like it's going to have this huge gravitas. I think, and, that, and that's on me. That's on me. I assume that that was the reason why you put it in this movie because everybody's used to this being so goofy and silly that the change of tone would shock all the audiences realizing, oh, this is real. This is serious because this goofy character is now like not being goofy. Take He's I taking take this serious. serious. So we in yeah. turn would take this serious. But instead it was, nah, we still Ant-Man, baby. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fun look, that guy has broccoli face. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so I look think that's this. why maybe you didn't do it. I think I put stuff on this movie that shouldn't have been on this movie. And that's on me. But nah, I'm good. I probably would never watch this again if I don't have to. I probably will. I I I don't like you know it's a Marvel movie. I watch Thor: The Dark Thunder every or Dark World every time it comes on TNT. So <laughs> I'll be here. Just all I need. I need the fans of, to do a supercut of only the Kang scenes. Send it to <laughs> me, and that's how I will watch the movie from now on. I won't watch any other parts. <laughs> Look, Jonathan Majors coming from Jonathan Miners here. Hi, <laughs> I, I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. Uh, happy Black History Month. Thank you, baby Jesus, for getting us Jonathan Majors. Because uh, <laughs> if it was anybody else in this movie, I'd probably be like as hateful as Jason is. <laughs> but because it's Black History Month, I'm giving him a pass and I'm giving Ant Man a pass because he's coming with them, you know. Because I know Ant Man's bringing a potato salad with raisins in it. And I'm like, you know what? You hanging out with John, you cool. <laughs> Like, we're gonna put this put over here. Table. Put it the table. Cassie would never let him do that. Cassie would never let him do that. She what would is this? throw that out salad. real quick. She would say, No, no, no. It's like, oh, you bring him, it's cool. I, I vouch for him, then I guess we're all cool. Cassie, the activist. Oh, I'm gonna get started oh. on that either, but all right. <laughs> Look, they were cutting down stuff in San Francisco, you multi millionaire. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Y'all live in San Francisco. Y'all live in Oakland. <laughs> we're stopping. Okay. All right. For everything that we do, we're going to go to our rating system. If we think something is great, we give it uh, a head. If we think something is mid, uh, we give it a cannon. If we think something is straight, doo doo, we give it a circus. All right. Since it's Black History Month, I'm going to start with Jason. How would you rate the story of this? Oh, psh, circus, clown shoes. Can I go below circus? Can I be like a dirty, it, nasty carnival? What's your below? Show. You can do whatever you want. What's the, the rating it's, below it's circus? Our show. We can all yeah. do what we want. It's a it's a different world. We can do what the we rating want. below circus is a PT Barnum. Oh yeah, so this is the greatest show. It's that low. It's the greatest, show, <laughs> the greatest showman. Sorry, the greatest showman. It's that low for me. <laughs> it's a PT Barnum, everybody. <laughs> Lisa, go ahead and, and rate the story for us, please. Um, the story gets. I think it's canon. It's not. I mean, 
it's not the worst Marvel movie. I loved it. So I understand the plot holes. I'm not a dodo. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to agree with Lisa and give it a canon too. It's not the best Marvel movie, but it's not the, the it's not Thor Love and Thunder. No. Uh, yeah. I actually stayed awake for this old movie. So. <laughs> it's not Thor Love and Thunder. All right. Let's go with the performances. Lisa, how would you rate the performances in the movie? Ha! Made you look, Jason. <laughs> Uh, performances, I think, I mean, I think that they're head. I, I loved everyone in this, honestly. Michelle Pfeiffer, every time I just looked at her, I'm like, God, why are you so beautiful? Oh, dude, like, she looks like she's still 25. She is. She can get it. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, she is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I it, it gets head. Jason, go ahead and give the performances a rating for us. Uh, I Actually, just off the strength of Jonathan Majors and um, Paul Rudd, I mean, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it some head, man. Like they're they're strong in this movie. It they were they were the most interesting things, even though I didn't like all the stuff that was going on around them. Uh, and, I, and Michelle Pfeiffer was great too. So let me not say that. So those three performances for me stand out. Um, I'm gonna give it a head, almost close to going to a canon because Bill Murray is wasted. Completely, they could have put me in that role, and it'd have been the same thing. <laughs> it would have been. Same I could have been. I could have been a nasty old man too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know I had sex with your moms? <laughs> <laughs> I clapped them cheeks. They were great. It was like right, a thousand right. years ago. And time is immortal here, so I just it it just keeps happening. Hell yeah! Did she did she tell you about that uh, that other Catwoman suit she got? Uh, yeah. But that's what I said. <laughs> uh I would also say that between Paul Rudd and uh, Jonathan Majors and Michelle Pfeiffer, that would give it a head. But then I would ding it for William Jackson Harper and Bill Murray and Michael Douglas. So, like, somewhere in between canon and head is where I'm landing. Like, right in the perfect middle. The, the, taint, the taint of the head. <laughs> the and taint head. of the canon and head. The taint of canon and head. Maybe a little tea bag. <laughs> yeah, a little tea bag, actually. <laughs> just a little plot. You know, and the water's a little bit too high, and you just pop right down, and you just little kiss. My parents listen to this show. This, this is why my mom does it. I'm so excited, this show is disgusting. <laughs> oh, All right, and for my last question, who was the least utilized, William Jackson Harper or Bill Murray? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Um. I'm going to go cheaty because actually, you know, it's a black dude. So I want them to get yeah. as much work as possible. <laughs> Underutilized black dude. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, cheaty. Welcome to yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> Your career is not going to go the way you planned. <laughs> right, right. Welcome to disappointment. All right. So <laughs> we're going to give this movie an all-around score from one being the worst thing we've ever seen in our lives to five mm -hmm. being the greatest thing since... I'm going to say The Wiz, because <laughs> it's Black History Month. Uh, these numbers also don't correlate with each other. So That's guess what I needed to hear. <laughs> we don't have to have a disclaimer, man. F them people. Ron Dawson pointed this out, so we have to give him disclaimer. <laughs> All right, Jason, go ahead and uh, let us hear your score from one to five. You can also do uh, or negative numbers. We don't really care. We, yeah, we really haven't made rules of this. Um, but the no, audio side, I'm gonna give it a 1.5. Okay. 
Jonathan Majors is great in it. Damn. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer has something to do. Cassie's annoying. Modoc's annoying. I would say Janet's annoying, but I, I mean Hope. Hope was annoying, but I didn't even know she was in the movie. Bill Murray's whack. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a one point. There is one person in this movie that's put their heart, love, and soul into this. It looks like this is the greatest. This is what they think is their greatest achievement in life, and you just went and spat in their face. It's probably some grip or a gaffer. It was like this is the best. Was it John Snow looking guy who was holding the gun for the for like a second and then just got completely like wiped? There, Him. There was <laughs> an extra here who's like, die. I'm in the movies. This is the greatest day of my life. And Jason's like, No, you're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> you Pick up an MCU your... movie to be in. <laughs> you go back to your hole where you belong. Lisa, what would you rate this movie? It's a four out of five. I'll I'm gonna definitely split, watch it again. I'm gonna split the difference and go. It's a three out of five because okay. it's not egregiously bad like Thor: Love and Thunder, but it's not uh, Black Panther one. Let's go with that. <laughs> Correct. It's not Black Panther one is so fucking. Good. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to debate. Do I hate this more than Thor: Love and Thunder? It's close, man. I don't know. I mean, that, that kid, the kids getting Thor powers. That's a that's an all time like, low for me. Uh, Even though Christian Bale was really, really trying to do his best to elevate the material to Christian Bale levels, I mm-hmm. feel like it was so freaking goofy that it's just like there was no stakes to it. There's nothing that there was like, there's no, it was just like watching, uh, it's like eating cotton candy, but like after you've already ate a whole lot of cotton candy. So you're like, oh, well, I'm eating more cotton candy. It's making me feel No, I, you need a better analogy. I would never <laughs> feel that way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Think> something else. <laughs> like, I can continue to eat cotton candy. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not a thing. But this okay. one, like, because of like Paul Rudd's general general charm and Jonathan Majors just being a badass, like, I felt like there was still some meat there, even though it was undercut by goofiness. So. Mm-hmm. Like in Thor: Love and Thunder, I was like, "There's no meat here." Like even when characters are supposed to be dying, he's like, "Here's a joke: You're not going to go to heaven because you didn't die in battle." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One trick pony. Jamie Alexander deserves better. Yeah, she deserves way better than that. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move Do on. something else besides. Uh, you know, Marvel movies. Or let's go on to more Marvel stuff. How about that? That yeah, is yeah, yeah. right now. All right, here we go. After a 13-year-old super genius, Lunella accidentally brings a 10-ton Tyrannosaurus Rex devil dinosaur to present-day New York City via time vortex. They work together to protect the city's lower east side from danger. That is what Google talks about of Moon Girl <laughs> and Devil Dinosaur on Disney+. Plus. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. For everything we do, we give it a one-sentence review. Jason, go ahead and hit us with your one-sentence review. Oh, man. Starting off. It's um, Black History Month. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, I am over the moon for this show. Girl, that devil, the girl's devil is all in the dinosauric details. There we go. Ooh. All right. Lisa, why don't you hit us with your one-sentence review? Black girl Remember, magic and a sick beat. What else do you need? Facts, facts. Was the snaps written in your in your, like, 
I know the guy who knows the password to your computer. I will know. He doesn't. Good. As long as you didn't read snaps, that, that's good. Yeah. Snaps. Because I would have read it. Yeah. Uh, my one sentence review is watch Moon Girl with your kids. Watch Moon Girl by yourself. Watch Moon Girl. That's actually like three sentences, but I make it the rules. Who cares? Yes, facts. <laughs> um, I just want to go out and start and say, I fucking love this show. Like from the mm-hmm. very first, I was in the opening credits and I was like, I love this shit. <laughs> like it didn't, I didn't need to see any more of the story. I didn't need to go on for the next six episodes and watch this beautiful, vivacious little girl, you know, fight weirdos in lower East side. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Cause that's also like they're billionaires too. They own a skate rink down there. They ain't poor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, try, right. they try to pretend like they are. Yeah, <laughs> like, we know how that works. A, they own a building. They're the one percent. Yeah. <laughs> Look, but, I was with the sparkles uh, the other week and paid fifty bucks just to get in. So I know they not poor. Yeah, and they in New York. That's a hundred dollars in New York. Like, yeah, people coming up. There. But man, does this show like? Oh my goodness, it just hits on every single level for me. Like from the hair episode to uh, classic. Lit- First, let's just throw all that shit out the window. The reason I love this show is because of Mr. Friend of the Show, Larry Fishburne. All right. <laughs> I mean, Larry's a friend of the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a friend of the show. Larry, yeah, yeah. Larry Fishburne. We, call, yeah. we, we don't first name nickname basis. We don't call him Lawrence. We call him Larry yeah. down here because he's our friend. And like when you find out that, uh, I guess this is a little spoiler. It's a kid's show, kind of, sort of. So like spoilers ish that his performance as the beyonder oh just chef's kiss it's it's and it's it's they have a a pretty stacked uh voice cast for this for this show like you know alfie wooded as 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 mimi freaking um larry fishburne you know uh fred tesquare is devil dinosaur he's like a uh a staple of any animated show so like from the art style to the characterizations you know, the story is, you know, monster of the week. You know, she has to tackle whatever challenge she's facing and learns a lesson in it, like any other kid's show. But, like, just the, the, the vibrancy alone makes this, like, something that you put, like, lock up in the Smithsonian and, like, bury it for future generations so they can have it, like, a thousand years from now. Because it's, 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 it's good. It's good. Go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to gush if I continue to keep talking. Anybody can start. Anybody. Lisa, how about you? Okay. So, um, no, yeah, I, oh, the show was so good. It, it, it was very on theme too for like, I feel like, I feel like this week everything was about secrets, people keeping secrets. Um, and this, this was just completely on theme with it. I love her, her friend who's like literally, and this is another thing we were talking about that Marvel just does. It's a super, it is a super tense moment. There is a monster in a skating rink, and her friend is literally just ha- turning up her phone, just like <laughs> taking pictures to put on. <laughs> and she's like, "Stop!" And her friend's like, "Okay." Like that <laughs> shit's so funny, and it's I feel like realistic because there's a reason why we see so many videos of people fighting and stupid shit like that because we watch a lot of TikTok. Yeah. People (laughs) going to be videoing it instead of just getting out of the way. Um, 
I wish that a cartoon like this existed when I was a kid. I'm glad that my kids have this. Um, and and one of the I watched the hair episode twice because that oh, is God, classic. Um, that is, I think it. So the hair is something that is good that kind of transcends. Like it is very important in black culture, but it's also important in girl culture. So even if you're not a little black girl watching it, you can still, um, you can still, yeah, relate because, uh, you know, then because then you you know like how important it is and. And especially because she's at like a weird age where she doesn't really know who she is and she, you know, and she cares, she wants to be independent, but she still cares about what people think. So the, the hair episode oh, was just so amazing. I watched it twice. And that was another thing where I was just like, if her mom would have just fucking told her that her hair burned off <laughs> in the beginning, she wouldn't have done it. Like, you know, but I know it, it needed, Look, you know, plot device. I get it. But culturally, um, that's that's very on point. <laughs> Your parents tell you how to do something, but they don't explain it why. Oh, they just okay. go, mm-hmm. yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. it. And then you realize, and then you do it. It's like I told you not to do it because I could have told you your hair fell off. Well, I would have told you what would have happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why didn't you just tell her first? And um, but no, I definitely remember like an age where I was on my own doing my hair, and it was picture day, and I looked like a hot mess, and everybody made fun of me because I didn't know how to get like I had really long hair. I didn't know how to get all the tangles out of my hair, and I just looked like trash so um so i you know that i might got a little teary-eyed in that episode and that might have been why i watched it twice so uh but 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 again we're talking about a cartoon that's clearly made for children that me as an adult i'm enjoying i'm rewinding the songs um so i wrote down one of the lyrics and um in one of the songs she says don't be mad because i'm doing me better than you're doing you and I'm just like, oh. God, why are you so amazing? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, I could gush about it all day long. Uh, I was sad when it ended because it just, I was waiting for the next episode to come up yeah. and then all of a sudden it showed me a preview for something else. And I was like, but, 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 but. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Uh, I was wondering, Jason, if you were going to like it because of the animation. That was like one of the first things. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to ding it because of the animation. Oh, no. Like, stuff like this is, A, it's creative. B, it's not derivative of most anything else. I think it kind of reminds me of uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I could could relate it to. And, And C, like... It's f- about black people made by black people for black people. Like, why am I mm-hmm. gonna not like it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I, I texted you guys this because you know I'm not a big hip hop fan, uh, but the one thing that I think the show does amazingly well, and it's also really cool that they do it. It's like every major fight scene before she overcome when she's about to overcome the villain is put to a song, and like those songs and i'm going to use a term that's probably five years too old they slap mm. they they just knock the taste <laughs> out do. your mouth they i downloaded so the soundtrack <laughs> to the show and like and, <laughs> and the first few songs there are like traditional hip-hop songs but then they go into like funk and rb mm-hmm. and then like uh freaking uh larry fishburne does like a uh a 60s kind of like groove song and this is like 
who who would think of that? Like, I remember the days when if you had a song in a cartoon where they featured a song in the cartoon, it was thrown together, it was mess, it was like the least produced part of the show. Like, mm-hmm. usually if there was like a, a hip hop song, it was probably the hip hop song written by the the granny at your church who had only heard hip hop, <laughs> you know. Tangibility because it was on 60 Minutes at one point. Right. That's how, I'm the rapper Granny, and I'm here to say that <laughs> exactly. she's going to have a very good... Yeah, yeah, I get what you... Yeah. Or if it's, a, if it's a rock song, it's like the most derivative, like, oh yeah, rock songs have guitars and guns in them. This is, it's not good music, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and this one, in this show, man, like, we've come a long way. <laughs> we got a long way to go, but we've come a long way, man, and it was, and, it was so and We had, like, a little mini kind of serious conversation because of this show about hip-hop. And yes. <laughs> like, how many cartoons other than Rick and Morty make us, like, think about, like, think existentially, you know? <laughs> <laughs> about our lives. Not me. About, uh, yeah. I would say the last time that I, I thought about a cartoon that made me think about my life was probably Arcane, but even then I was like, nah, that's just a really good shit the show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to unlock a trauma for you guys, but especially about hair uh, that okay. I've de- dig down deep. Uh, after my grandma died, I decided, you know, to grow my hair out to an afro because I was a teenager and I was uh, trying to assert my own, you know, cultural ties to my hair. And we were sitting on the field in band. We're about to uh, put on a performance for the entire school. And uh, one of my bandmates came up while I was sitting on the field and spat in my afro in front of the entire school. And I did not murder him, but I was going to kill him. <laughs> Who was it? I'm not going to name names. Fuck yes, name names right now. <laughs> name names on the show. I'm not going to publicly shame someone for something they did 25 years ago. Yes. Have they apologized? Yeah. Have you gotten reparations no. for that? Okay, then. Yeah, we're not going to name Chad out on the show. We're not going to let oh, Chad I can tell you about Ferguson. Chad. <laughs> 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 But let's just say that his name rhymes with our names, Jason, because it is our name. <laughs> and he knows what he did. And I'm going to see you soon in hell. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Like, oh my God, that makes me yeah, so angry. So that, that hair that episode, you know, so affected angry. me as well. <laughs> oh. Because even though I'm not a, obviously, a woman uh, or a girl, you know, hair is still important. And uh, to black men as well. We always get that tape up. So you know that shit. That episode was like, damn, I I, I can relate with that. So, mm-hmm. so now that you're all sad, Jason, go ahead and talk yeah. about the show. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. Now, now, now that we've downed everybody, I'll bring everybody back up. Um, as opposed to my last review or how I felt about Ant Man, I really thoroughly enjoyed the show. It's part of one of the biggest reasons I was like, hey, we should we should watch this show. Um, this show has so many elements, so I'm just going to kind of break it down spot by spot for me. One, we talked about the animation. The animation for me felt very uh, hip-hop, spray, you know, spray can, very, like, graffiti-esque. I love that even if you watch when she's in normal life versus when she's Moon Girl, the animation slightly gets a little wilder, gets a little mm-hmm. looser, gets a little more uh, flamboyantly vibrant with the world around us. So I thought that was beautiful. The one of the things that you, I remember when we do the book club and I talk about reading books by people of color, but people that look like me, that talk like me, that sound like me, that do phrases like me. This is that show. 
<laughs> you can tell this show was written by has women of color, but especially some black women in there, because mm -hmm. the verbiage, the even the way the animation makes their facial expressions, how they move, it feels it felt like home. It felt like some stuff that I could hear in my house in DC. It felt like when I went to Thanksgiving with my family, the conversations that were going on. Not your family in Florida. Uh, no, 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 no. Not, not, not that's that. <laughs> that is the point. When we talk about diversity and having people of color in these rooms, that is why you are writing a black family that is close, that is a black character, a black superhero, and it felt like it was written by black people. And it felt like black people understood this. And going further, I heard, um, I heard the majority of the people on this staff were from New York. So oh, they God. even had even further feelings about how the city was represented. Uh, one, like you said, Black Girl Magic, having this brilliant Black girl, in which people don't know that Moon Girl is the smartest person in all of the Marvel Universe. Even yes, smarter than over. Richard Franklin. Yes, yes. Move over Reed. Move <laughs> over Doom. Move over uh, Tony Stark. If you look at move over Kang. Yeah. Move over the smallest person in, in the Marvel Universe. And so to see her come up with these things, but also the fact that she's still a child, you know, mm -hmm. she forgot neutralizer. She's still a child. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's so brilliant to put yeah. that into it. Cause and it's funny because we're watching the show, and when it happens, I go, Oh, she must not have used on neutralizer. Yeah, and like you should see all the women in my in my household's heads just turn. And I'm like, what? I was raised by black women. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know about hair. Like, yeah. um, so like that's a good um going even further to like the voice acting. I, I say it's two episodes that I think you can say it's more than that, but two for me that I say are classics. The hair episode, which the hair was voiced by Jennifer Hudson. Mm -hmm. Um, two, the Beyonder episode, and I remember when it was like, you know, the Beyonder was the name of the title of the episode. I go, oh. My daughter's go. who's the Beyonder? I said, oh, he's like one of the most powerful people in the Marvel Universe. But he's usually played as very stoic and very hands-off because he tries to judge if things should blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if it's a comic called Secret Wars. Anyway, mm -hmm. I love this rendition of it. When I saw it at first, I didn't go lie, I started hating. I was like, what kind of super fly man? And when I just opened in his mouth and started going, I was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's see, let's see where this goes. <laughs> Uh, it, it's just a fun show. I think, like you said, I don't think you need to be black to understand it and enjoy it. I think it's just a fun, fun cartoon and yeah. that it looks like us and it looks like my daughters. The hair looked like my daughters. Like it, it just, for me, was one of those experiences watching it by myself and then running to my kids and going, <laughs> we need to watch this mm -hmm. was one of the things I'm going to remember, but also like the moments in it, the conversations, it, it just, it's just a lot. And I remember it was a week ago, two weeks ago. It was about two weeks ago. We had a conversation about ER and Grey's Anatomy and how the woke yeah. stuff hitting you over the head. Yeah, this gives you the messages, but doesn't even notice they're feeding you the medicine. Like, yes. it's like you know when your parents would put yes. the medicine and something and sir, that's what this was like. Because after you mm -hmm. finish the episode, you go, "Oh wow, I can't believe they got that in there." And I just like yeah. slipped, slipped on past me. So, I, it, I enjoy it. Um, it it's. Here's the funny part. Is Marvel going to start doing this now where it's going to be like the animation is going to start getting better than the movies like DC? <laughs> and here's I'm here for it. I'm <laughs> okay. Kind of well, I'm up, okay. The messed up part about it is like after watching Moon Girl and after seeing like it made Ant-Man worse for me because I was like, y'all can do this and give us like different and like affecting things in TV. Like, you know, Loki was great. Freaking Hawkeye was great. Yeah. Like this is great. And then you just give us like 
kind of like the lowest common denominator, which is fine. But like this is y'all spent a hundred, two hundred million dollars to give us like the low hanging fruit, and y'all spent like ten thousand dollars to give us a piece of art, and y'all and and y'all going like make it make sense to me. Like that's what I'm. I'm like, I think it goes back to I say this all the time that Marvel especially since they got acquired by Disney, I feel like they just take advantage of their fans. So they know that people are going to go see Ant-Man, for example. So regardless, they, they can still, they can still bank on their name. They can still bank that they're going to make X amount of money. So they can, they don't have to keep the original script and they can make a trash, like the ending trash, like that, that you guys think is. And and who cares? Because people are going to still go see it. Because we're at the point now where mm-hmm. we have to see everything for something that we really want to see later make sense. Like, we're and that was something that I was thinking about when I was watching Ant Man. Was like, holy shit! If this was someone who like is new to the MCU, they would be so lost in this yeah. movie because, like, you because I mean, it is at the point now, Marvel. It, the MCU is at the point now where if you have not seen the 20 whatever movies, you will have no clue what's going on. Like they do not stand alone any longer. Yeah. And Jason, all. Jason harped on this and I want to just bring it up again that uh, it's always like, and this is probably one of the, the things that I would ding Ant-Man for is like, they're always trying to set up something, but they don't finish the story that they're telling right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, and I feel like that's a like, yeah, it's great that we're part of this big universe and stuff, and you're leading to something bigger. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. I mean, that's fantastic that these things build it. Because you know, back when we were kids, you know, just getting a Batman movie where they even mentioned Robin was, you know, yeah. an impossibility, yeah. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But like, if they just concentrate on telling this story right now, like in this show, they they didn't. You know, she. I think she mentioned the Avengers once in the first episode, right? Like they didn't yeah, set, you know, yeah, a couple times, but yeah. I mean, obviously, this is a standalone cartoon show, so obviously, I don't think they were making this as to be a part of the MCU or whatever. But like, they concentrated on telling the story of Moon Girl. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. set up, you know, uh, the rest of the young, uh, young Avengers or whatever, or or anything else. It was just about Moon Girl. You know, mm-hmm. and, and in all these movies, they could do that stuff. They can tell the story and give us just a hint that something else is going to be down the road like they did in the first movies without sacrificing the story and i i feel like at that point to your point lisa is that you know they just assume that we're gonna watch it so they're like yeah, yeah we're but who cares like that you know at the end of ant-man none of this makes sense because we'll make it pay off in like five movies for now or yes 10 movies for which, now. <laughs> i feel like they've proved that they they probably do have a plan but yeah. it is mm-hmm. trading in the moment and uh, and As yeah, you're looking it, at each piece, you're like, "Oh, yeah. this piece doesn't fit." But when you see the big, oh, now it fits. Uh, I get it. But like, yeah. while we're only looking at the small view of things, it's like y'all can yeah. do it better. <laughs> Especially because in the beginning of the MCU, they didn't know how long it was going to stick. They didn't know how yeah. popular it was going to be. So if it ne- if another movie never got made, they it still was satisfying enough that it was okay. But if it did, you know, much like Supernatural, how they always thought that they were going to get canceled every season. So they made sure every season wrapped up with a nice little bow and then kept, 
and <laughs> Dean dying, Sam dying, Dean. Yeah, someone yeah, dies. Yeah. And this is the but, end of the show. Uh, you're never coming back. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's a Marvel thing. And I think that that's why we like the TV shows so much because – you know, sometimes it gets exhausting have a, having a big, giant, big bad all the time, and you're wondering how they're going to solve it. And it's nice to just have like a monster of the week, a problem that you can solve, and um, you can learn. And just getting a nice little slice of life of this is this is how the regular people, you know, live. So right, yeah. regular rich people that live in Manhattan. <laughs> also, a side note: the. Um, Music or choices and all that was by Raphael Sadiq. So of course, all the hip hop and all the stuff you like. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. Good job for Disney. Like we yes. talk about the diversity. I know. The I'm honestly surprised Disney family. put it out. Really. Yeah, like good job by Disney. Like you did the yeah. right thing. You hired executive producer Lawrence Fishburne. You got the right people in the, the, Larry in the writing room. Fishburne. <laughs> I, I'm not on a first name basis with him, so no, his when he comes on our show and he says, yeah. "Oh, you, you could call me Larry," then, then we, then we. Look, think that's about what Gina it. calls him. That's what I'm calling him. All right. Okay. Nah, I ain't going that far. Uh, uh, so, but yeah, so you know, executive producer uh, Lawrence Fishburne, you get people of color to be write this. You get people of color from New York to write this, and you get the music done by one of the probably greatest musicians in, in R and B history. The, one and of the most like, underrated greatest musicians in RB history. Yeah. Like it, it's it's no, and I keep I'm trying to get more people to watch this. So hopefully, when people watch this review, they're gonna want to go watch this because yeah. this is the show that we should be getting behind and yes. pushing and wanting more of this. this. Yes. yes, because this shows that yeah. you can do all black things and it still makes money, so you can get away from that excuse of being like go woke, go bloke, or this is the, when you put a lot of money into black things, it doesn't sell well. Like, get rid of these stigmas by supporting something like this. So, mm-hmm. I'm here for it, man. I loved it. And I can't, hopefully, get to season two and I'm here for it and they get it's more than six episodes. It's like ten and just keep it moving. Hopefully they don't ruin it in season. I think it's definitely going to get a season two, but hopefully they don't yeah, fucking They're going to uh, fire the animated studio and give yeah. them like some South Korean you know, hat mm-hmm. job where they're like where they have to work 80 hours a, a day just to get it's it out. Be, it's going to become Teen Titans Go, and we're all going to cry. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't hate on Teen Titans Go. Yo, yo. Actually, <laughs> I used to hate on Teen Titans Go, but like, I know, I as it actually the series progresses, it gets a lot better. And I'm like, <laughs> they shouldn't have fought, they shouldn't have got rid of Young Justice because of it. But, right. Correct. It gets, it's, it's a fair replacement <laughs> after a while. Well, we'll know what's <laughs> taken over by new animation studio when the hair starts looking different. Then we'll know. Oh, <laughs> God. When she comes out with that perm and it's straight. <laughs> <laughs> that give Moon Girl straight hair. No, you what? know. Moon Girl got a bob. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Five out of five. She got a pixie. Yes. <laughs> I second that. Five out of yeah, five. Five out of five. We can we can we can move on to go to something else. We don't have to do the whole spiel because this is our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. So yes, the five out of it five all balls. Everything. Whatever yeah. you're gonna ask, head. So there we All go. the head. <laughs> Just like the bunny rats. Nothing but head, guys. <laughs> I had to ruin it. I'm sorry. Okay. It's fine. We're used to it. <laughs> All right. Going on to another show featuring black people in it. 
when a bounty hunter's two kids accidentally hitch a ride into outer space and crashes his latest mission, they discover that their dad's job is anything but boring. Dodging aliens and lasers and fights, this family's bonding's time goes to the extreme. That is the Google synopsis of My Dad, the Bounty Hunter, also known as My Black Dad is a Bounty Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're you're welcome. You're welcome, Netflix. You're welcome. (laughs) If you don't know, now you know. For everything we do, we do a one-sentence review. Since it's Black History Month, Jason, go ahead and give us your one-sentence review. Uh, man, that black dad need to get the belt for these damn heaters. <laughs> damn it, you so mine. <laughs> um, lying parents and kids who don't listen in space. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, is sometimes it's okay to spank your kids. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell God, yeah. these kids. Uh, these kids were... now, let's start with Lisa. Oh, yeah, Lisa, whose kids you. are like the best, by the way. So <laughs> I, I do. Have, I have been blessed with amazing kids. So anytime I see stuff like this, I am like, I could never. <laughs> Don't hold baby. Ever. Please, I turn into like black dad. I be like, I look at my kids like, I bet not ever like that. Black dad yeah. gets you. <laughs> he's sitting yeah. here grounding his kids because he's watching this show. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they're, they're they're so sassy. They they got sassy mouth. They talk back. They don't fucking listen. They're disrespectful to their parents. They're disrespectful to their mm-hmm. grandma. Like I cannot like. Mm-mm. Oh, I I compared them to the kids in Are We There Yet? And those kids in Are We There Yet are that's, bad. That's when, Ice, that's when Ice Cube lost his gangster card. <laughs> They're like, we can go ahead and take that from you, Ice. Thank you. Listen, the, <laughs> kids, the kids in Are We There Yet are so bad. And then um, and then there was another one where the kids were so bad. Uh, Johnson Family Vacation, where they're just like oh. throwing their dad CDs out the window, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But anyway, um, his black card, so he's still good. <laughs> um, yeah, this show, I, which I understand, it's a trope. You, you keep secrets from your family, you know, like Spy Kids. My, be- you know, my parents are these badass humans; they don't tell anyone, and I just feel like. It could have all been solved if they would have just been up front with their kids. And it yeah. and I like and at the end, spoiler alert, just so y'all know, uh, when you find out that like the mom is an alien and he, mm-hmm. you know, like rescued her and everything. So like she <laughs> knew the whole time. And I'm just like, like, that doesn't make sense. And if mm-hmm. you knew the whole time. Then, then you should have been making excuses for him instead of kind of letting your kids think that he's a deadbeat dad. I don't know. It just, I understand what they were doing. It had funny parts when the kid, uh, what's his name? Sean? Is his name Sean? Sean, yeah. And he was just like, I am walking. And the robot's like, why are you talking like that? (laughs) (laughs) There were some crazy There were some gems. (laughs) There were some gems in there. I was laughing so hard at that. And then, you know, and especially when the mom's like, 
you know, telling the whole story and they're like, you're an alien. And, and she's like, that's all you got from that. And like, yeah, that, that's all I got from that story too, is you're an alien. Yeah. It had some hidden gems, but like, damn, these kids, like they just every, every, they made everything Worse. so much harder <laughs> than needed to be like so much harder to be. Um, but the one chick, I don't know her name, but the one that like was the bounty that he was going after. Vax. Mm-hmm. That's her name, Thax? Yep. Yep. Vax. Okay. Um she was played by they made her so pretty. And I loved her. Chung. Oh, nice. That's why she's pretty. Because she's pretty. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. So, I, I'll admit when you were doing that, I was like, are you trying to say she's hot or just she played a good role? Or but I get it. You were saying she's hot, she's all of those things. Got it. It's good. animated. Uh James watched it a little bit with me and he's like, Oh, yeah, she kind of has like an Ahsoka vibe. And I was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, she does. You're right. That's probably why I think she's so good. Yeah. So because I think Asaka Asaka's just... Is it bestiality to want to have sex with an alien? No. Uh, yes. They're humanoid. <laughs> They're humanoid. It's well, fine. agree to disagree then, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> they have <laughs> so yeah, that that's it. I it's what, give it a watch. I get, I I see what they're doing. I get it. It wasn't my favorite, and I think if I would have watched this before Moon Girl, Moon Girl, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, me too. Um, I think I, I think I made a mistake by watching Moon Girl first, <laughs> and so no. I was very hard on it. But it did, it did have a lot of very funny moments. It's a cute cartoon. You mind if I uh, jump in next, Jason? Jump right on in there, Jason. All right. Uh, so, be my guest, sir. Here's one of those things. So when we want review things, because I realize that when we watch so much stuff and so much content, we rule a lot of things. I'm starting to get these finite rules for myself. So when I review things, that like, hey, if your show is going to be predictable, at least make it fun and enjoyable. If it's going to be predictable, this show is very predictable. 100% predictable. You can see everything coming a mile away. You knew the comic chick was actually going to be a good... Like, you see it all. That's the problem with this. It's not that it's predictable. It's that it's not fun while being predictable. Yeah, the whole, the wing's the best in the universe. That's a great thing to have that's fun, and it really goes nowhere because that could have been set anywhere. Uh-huh. It didn't really matter. Oh, except for, like, to get the kid to go to the bathroom. But again, he could just eat bad food at any rest stop and had the same... So, why make this big deal about the wings being the best in the universe where it means nothing? And it's a lot of that stuff going on in this movie where they set things up to be a thing and then it's no payoff for it. It's just, we just said that to say it. Now, if this is because you're going to, let's say, by season three, we're going to be in this bigger universe and all these things make more sense, then cool, but you don't know if you're going to get another season. So having this stuff in it is useless, like the the Chilligan place, whatever, that's supposed to be the happiest place in the universe. And you find out the underbelly is kind of crazy. Or well, I guess we could say we're doing spoilers. I guess some yeah. slave labor type of bullshit going on. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool and all, but it's almost like, again, that place is still going to run. Like, like it's still, like, I don't know. So just, <laughs> right, right, right. Like It just felt like a lot of things in here were just in there because they were trying to get cool stuff in there because it was so predictable. But it just wasn't really that cool. Um, I hate, and you know, I mean, everybody's watched the show long enough to know. You know, I hate the bad kid trope. I think the bad kid trope is something that we just throw out. It, 
I'm just going to start now saying lazy writing whenever I see this now. because That's what it is. It's lazy writing because you're manufacturing conflict. Like, they're supposed to be eventually the heroes of your story. Don't make me hate them. <laughs> like, you know, it's one thing if I'm watching Cannon Buster or Blast and Dude Stinks and I hate him. Okay, cool. <laughs> the show stinks you hate guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an awful guy. I'm supposed to hate him. But don't make these kids something I hate because they're undisciplined and they're bad and they don't listen and literally tells you don't touch something and you touch it anyway. And then when he does it and you yell at him, then you try to feel bad for him because he got a whacked out eye because of stress. I don't care. Don't touch it. Yes. That's what happens if you don't touch yes. it. Like, yeah. it's so it, it uh, stay on the ship and then you're wandering around. Like, it, it's just so much of like they could have created because they made the girl. I think it was Lisa was her name, right? Lisa, yeah. yeah, Lisa. Mm -hmm. They made her so intelligent and, ab and above her age that I'm like, oh, that's something interesting you can work with. Because I mean, she was good with a shot when I had her at the amusement park and she seemed to be able to figure things out pretty quickly. Make it so that it was something that was going to happen to their father. But since they were unused to his bounty hunter lifestyle, where he maybe could have handled it, but in their mind, in her mind, it's like, oh no, they're about to ambush him. We got to help. Like, made mm -hmm. situations where they had to get off the ship and do things. So it sets up that they have this kind of almost heroic moral compass. Instead, they gave it this moral compass, but it was in direct contradiction and reflection yeah, of defiant. her father. Yeah. yeah, and and it doesn't work because you know what Jobby does. We <laughs> all know Bounty Hunter's job isn't about doing the right thing and being the police. Their job mm -hmm. is about getting the people that are going to pay them. And you understand that, and you would along with it still thought it was cool. But then as soon as it came to like something you didn't agree with, now it's no, he can't do his job. Like it just she she was built too smart to have that kind of feelings. As soon as and the that's alien was hot, it's when everybody's like, Oh, she's a good guy. No, nah. <laughs> right, right, right. right. She's pretty, nah. <laughs> right? Well, she ain't ugly, she ain't an ugly bug, so she's gotta be a good guy. And then also, my last thing is if you're gonna rip off Benton and do a uh, Valgax, make that dude actually a beast. That dude sucked <laughs> that they had it. That was his, his former partner, like, yeah, played yeah, by like, Rob Riggle. <laughs> yeah, like again, if you're gonna rip off Benson, at least make the Joker as good as the, the original that you ripped off. Mm -hmm. But all right, again, I didn't hate it too. I actually enjoyed a lot. Yeah, of I didn't hate Black it. Family, but I'm like you. Yeah. I hated the fact that they make this. They got to be separated. Crap. And I know that at the end they tried to play it off that he did the separation because he felt blah 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 blah. But Stupid. you it can imagine sense. my disappointment when I found out that they weren't together. It's like, oh, we're not gonna get a strong Black family. It's yeah. just the separation thing. Anyway. I still did enjoy it. It's a lot of cool parts. That the fight scene at the end, when it's like the whole all family, let's get it yeah. on. That grandma was in there. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, this kind of redeems a lot of this show for me because that was really awesome. But did, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. The last episode. Sorry, Jason. I, I, nope, I know you're, you, you haven't had a turn yet, but I I think that the last episode really did. I think that that's kind of what they were going for, or what I think that they should have gone for the whole time, especially because you have you really kind of see how badass. His boss was the whole time. He's like basically the T one thousand, and like, like how, are you, gonna, like <laughs> how are you gonna stop him? Um, and then you get to see how badass the mom was, and I think that was the other thing is like that I was so disappointed in that, especially because they weren't together because the mom was a badass in her own right, maybe even more badass than the dad, well, but she's the one, but badass. she's the one who <laughs> stops her career to take care of the kids. And I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. And like that, alien. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Like it didn't make no. any sense. And there are other ways. There are plenty of other ways for them to get 
what they wanted without having to do those things. There were plenty of other ways to get the kids out in outer space without having to make mm-hmm. them assholes. There are plenty of other ways for the the husband and wife to be it, not maybe estranged, but like strained without them being separated. Like there, mm-hmm. there are so many different things that they could have done to, to still have the exact same ending, which was amazing. And, um, and it, I don't know. So I, I kind of like the idea of whenever people have these badass parents and because they're their parents, they completely under, they completely are like, oh, whatever. And they're like, oh, your parents are superhero. Yeah, but whatever. Like they downplay it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I would have been fine with that. Like just, just the whole, the whole secrets just didn't make, it didn't make sense for the parents for, for me. I just, I feel like they, they just botched that whole. Well, yeah. Like we said, it's lazy, right? And it's just like Superman and Lois. When they find out their dad's Superman, I would be ecstatic to find out my dad. So all the time you miss all that cool stuff in me, you out saving the world? Yes. Yeah. They were like, ooh. And I'm like, I should have punched <laughs> <Yeah>. you, kid. <laughs> like, but he was you excited. Know. Remember, he was excited to know his dad knew Batman. So I was okay with that. that yeah, really yeah, that's true, true. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah. not Damien. He didn't care about Damien. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, First, before I get into my thoughts on the show, I want to I want to ask you because you're both parents. Uh, would you know if your kids were magic? Because I feel like I would know if my kid was magic. Like going back to movie, I probably I don't pay enough attention to my kids. I probably don't. <laughs> it's like I don't know. They'd be like floating shit over my head. I'd be just walking walking downstairs to start work. I wouldn't know. Fucking no. A hundred percent, I would know. I would definitely well, know. My kids would tell me. We yeah. I would know. Well, my kids right. are magic. They're black girls, so they're magic. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't even recognize that. Actual <laughs> devil magic, you know. <laughs> With wands and shit. Well, now, devil magic. If it's devil magic, I know. Because you know how black folks are about that. I've yeah. been burning sage in here and all types of stuff. But <laughs> Taking the church. Every every Wednesday, we go to church. Get this magic out of you. <laughs> right. Uh, I made the mistake. Well, I, I guess I, I did make the mistake. I, I watched the first episode of My Dad the Body Hunter first, and then I watched the first episode of Moon Girl. And I was at first I was like, Oh, my dad the body this is fun. I like this. This is really cool. This will probably be like back. one of my good things. Like and then I watched Moon Girl and I watched like all the whole entire season of one mic sitting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then like going back to like um my dad the body hunter, I was like it kind of lost some of its luster. It kind of like, man, they. Oh, and now I see because hey, these kids are bad. And like, you, you had to have figured out that the mom was an alien because ain't no American African American woman would let her kids act like that. <laughs> 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 and that, you know, I don't care if you're at your daddy's house. I don't care if you're your friend, boo 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 fool. I don't care. <laughs> y'all ain't acting out like that. I don't care where y'all at. Y'all gonna be your best behavior. But I like. I there is all sorts of of little tiny jokes in here that I just freaking love. Like they're making like references to like obscure ass movies and stuff, mm. and I was just laughing my butt off. And I thought it was funny, even though a these kids definitely need a whooping. The dad definitely need a whooping. Uh, yes, <laughs> like all y'all, where are y'all parents at? Because I need yes. y'all to come over here and do some parenting. Um, <laughs> but. One of the things I really liked about this 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 show was uh, the voice cast in here. Like, from immediately I could recognize the dad as Laz Alonzo from The Boys. Uh, mm-hmm. He's Mother's Milk. 
uh, I was like, dude, that dude, like, I'm, I did not know he was a voice actor. I've not seen him or heard of him. Maybe I, he, I'm just missing his, 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 his uh, CV, but like, he could, he could do it. He could be a voice actor, like, fairly easy. He, he put a lot of emotion, attenuation in his voice, and I thought he was really, really good. Uh, Pariah mm-hmm. Ferguson is the one that played Lisa. She is Erica Sinclair from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, she's from Atlanta, so like, I don't care if the show sucked. I'm gonna give it a five out of five because she's from Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the way it works. We're, we're like, not biased at all. We're not biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely 100% intellectually honest in this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, they had Jim Rash as the fixer. The uh, he was the principal from. I'm not telling you guys to explain to mansplain it to you. I'm telling it to the viewers. You might not know who these people are. Uh, he's. The I, I don't know who these people are. That's why. <laughs> well, so he was Logan immediately heard his voice. I was like, "Is that Jim Rash?" And I yeah. had to look up because I didn't. I don't know names, so I was just like, "Do do 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 do." Yep, it's Jim Rash. <laughs> yeah, I heard his voice, and I'm like, "That's Jim Rash." And he's the principal from Community. If y'all ever watch Community, he's been a lot of other stuff. And like, oh, okay. I never knew that. Like, like I recognize his voice. And I'm used to him being like sort of jovial and silly and weird all the time. Mm-hmm. But like he played the fixer, like that dude was kind of scary just the way he talked. And it was like, yes, Larry, like, you know, corporate dude. And I was like, ah, he did it. You know, I said, Jamie Chung is Vax. Yvette Nicole Brown was Chris. If she's also yeah. from Unity, if you don't remember who mm-hmm. or her, she is, you're racist. Uh, she's not Donald Glover, she's the other black person <laughs> from Community. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm glad you cleared I, that up. I was my, ra- my racism was seeping through. I know, you know, all them people look alike, but you know, she's a woman. He's yes. he's a man. You know, they're two different things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tomato, I mean, like tomato. the voice cast is 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 stacked in this, and you can really tell that they had a lot of uh, at least a lot of fun doing this. Uh, yeah, but those kids are bad, and a lot of these times, like if he just explained it to them, because my dad was a bounty hunter. And I found out that she was a freedom fighter or whatever. Well, firstly, my dad would have probably been like, oh, the white man is trying to take over the <laughs> over the planet. We got to help him out. But if he had a Back. job to do, he'd be like, Back. no, we're going to get her ass. We'll get this money. And maybe I'll buy you some shoes. Because <laughs> look at you. Yeah. <laughs> so I need you to, you to put that in the box. <laughs> I don't know if uh, citing your dad, Jason, is probably the best example for this. Yeah, from the stories you kind of let me know. Off the rails I don't just know. a little bit. <laughs> He's a archetype. Of- I love you, Dad. If you're watching the show, <laughs> but he would have made with, that money um, first. <laughs> let's go with Family Matters, Dad. If it was Family Matters, Dad, what would happen? Uh, what uh, what would happen? He would uh, think that racism is uh, a not a systemic issue because he's a cop. And mm. all cops are bad. Cop first. <laughs> yeah. The cop first. Oh, he didn't. When when his boys were 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 uh, profiled in Chicago of all places, uh, he didn't you know take that to the chief of police and be like, why are we profiling me on black men? He went to the cop and said, "You're a bad cop." Like, no, he was a cop cop. <laughs> yeah. You're a bad cop for talking to another cop about his copping. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. That's why they made Urkel the fucking star. <laughs> the cop wouldn't cop on him. <laughs> Rezo Van John, your your top five TV dads. Uh, <laughs> number one, that's that's a, that's a debate we gonna have for another show. Number one, obviously, top black TV dad mm-hmm. is very obviously Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> that's obvious. I don't know. I I am totally down with having know, this conversation later. I feel like Piccolo would be considered a mammy if you really want to. Like he was like a. 
a, a black well, baby I mean, taking care of an Asian baby. That's the, that's the housekeeper, bro. That's not like a dad. That's the nah, housekeeper. because that you know that's the nanny. His kid, man. <laughs> that's the nanny at that point, my man. Like they don't really know that's a black dad. They're on that's his a, planet, he was training them. That's his kid. Goku yeah, wasn't yeah, fucking with that, his kids. He don't even know his name. Ain't, <laughs> Which one ain't is no man, <laughs> Ain't no house ninja calling them white kids as they babies. Like that's what people come over here, my babies. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we know who number one is, but we can't say who number one is because we know who number one is, and number one can't be is he who should not be named anymore. Correct. Uh, Then, then uh, Uncle Phil replaces number one. Yes. Yeah, I would say Uncle Phil would be my new number one. Yes. Number one TV dad, especially in after in the original series when like why did he leave me, man? Oh man. No, because so I know we're completely off the rails now, but since yeah, we are. Already, it is, yeah, that, it doesn't matter. But it's my black, black So Bella, so Bella started um started at Fresh Prince of Bel Air from like the beginning because she never watched it, and I so because I'm like she wasn't born it when her. it came out. I know, I know, but so, but I, you know, there's, there's a few shows that I make them watch, but it's on I think Hulu now. So mm. so anyway, so so I'm like I'm not watching every episode with her, but I'm watching you know as I have time watching episodes with her and. He, that show's so fucking good, and Carl and um and Uncle Phil is from the very beginning claiming Will like yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's just it's so good he's just such an amazing and then like the episode where Will gets a job is literally because Uncle Phil called him one of his kids <laughs> and I was just like mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> I can't I can't I can't handle it sorry yeah. so, no it's, I, it's great cried when that show won a fair when they all moved yeah it's like, so good that, that, also, that was just great TV. bel-air season two was out did not know that gotta go watch that i never watched Fact. bel-air well dude uh even though Love it's bel-air. a dramatic retelling of the freshman story it has enough of the dna in there to like mm-hmm. like it's good it's good I lo- yeah kid, i love bel-air jabari yeah. banks he brings like his own swagger to it but there's enough will smithiness in it that you're like that it's great just just watch it it's good i think i think fresh prince is also a good example of even if you're not you know black that you can still enjoy it it is like you know like a very much black tv show about a black mm-hmm. family especially when just, black aunt phil is on there <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> and you and it and it's really like they still they find a good way to be relatable and they also find that way to to not talk at you like it still has heavy themes in it but it's not like throwing it at you it's just I natural mean, it's, it's great carlton who grows up in bel-air i mean and <laughs> yeah. will who also grows up in bel-air yeah will get shot yeah <laughs> and carlton yeah. gets a gun and goes looking for the dudes because he's hey, great. <laughs> yeah. carlton around a guy bro come on yeah Carl- Carl- Carl's about that life Carl- out here, <laughs> thug life baby Jeffrey Jive is Billy. Go do some job Right? Get <laughs> a six shooter, thirty-eight special. Yeah, here letting them know, Dirty Harry style, baby. Yeah, which is funny because uh, Alfonso Rivero is from like Compton, whereas Will Smith mm-hmm. is from like a really nice area in West Philadelphia. And it's always funny that they were like, you know, Will Smith's a prep school kid, even though Carlton uh, Alfonso Rivero is a a child actor. Like they were from, like, yeah, <laughs> but like, still, they played opposite of the type. Uh, but Carlton in the new show, Bel Air, 
for most of the season, a straight villain. Oh, oh. 100%. straight villain. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he is uh. the worst, but like that kid who plays him is great. Like, but a straight villain. <laughs> but back to my dad, the body hunter. Oh okay. um, yeah. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're at this point of the show where we realize that that tells you how we really feel about this cartoon. That we're willing yeah. to talk about everything else but yep. the cartoon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's always standard here. When we start going off on tandems that don't matter, it's, the Ooh, it's my black dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bounty hunting that has something to do with Fresh Prince. So let's <laughs> uh, let's just go also, ahead and hit the rating system. Uh, give it about a one to five. With uh, you know whatever y'all would like to give it. Uh, okay. Jason, out of one to five, what would you rate this TV show? Uh, I will give my dad, the Black Bounty Hunter, <laughs> a 2.5 out of five. Again, it has some points in there, but just it's so much annoyance to get to the good parts, and that's not a good thing. Lisa, how about you? Same, 2.5. I will give it a little bit higher. I will give it a three, just because I like to be, you know, contrarian. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. Um, I remember one point in my life I was trying to write the sitcom called My Two White Wives, but then I realized <laughs> it would never take off because like it'd be a black dude dating two white women or married to them. And I feel like that was nothing society's ready for. But I feel like now in this era, maybe uh, may be ready for this. Yeah. I had I would one up you. Mm-hmm. I had an idea for a TLC show called A Baker's Dozen, where I would have 13 kids. From thirteen with different women, and oh, that's called the Nick. Yeah. That's called the Nick Cannon show. <laughs> yeah, the Nick Cannon show. <laughs> you should imagine how my surprise was. I wasn't thinking about TLC, the network, but the group. I was like, oh. "What are you talking about? What the fuck are talking about? What does T-Balls left eye and chili have to do with any of them? I was going to marry them. Yeah, right. You're like, what are you had a TLC show? And I'm thinking, okay. Let me see you going with. I had, I'm like, she's going to impregnate T-Boss and Shelly have a bunch of kids? Because the impregnation of Left Eye will be a little tough in the circumstances right now. Um, but, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I caught up a little. I was a little slow. A little slow. I caught up. I mean, TLC did have a show at one point, uh, but it was long after Left Eye died. But I don't think they called oh, they it. Did? Yeah, it was. I, I can't remember what network it was on. Probably BET. <laughs> But probably yes. That's why or I saw like, the Whitney Houston. Uh, yes. CMT <laughs> has you... some shows on it where I'm always like, how is this on CMT? But okay. or um, or UPN if it was still yeah. alive when they made the show. Um, oh, UPN. So, that was black. <laughs> the the worst part of the Whitney Houston movie, besides it just being look like a Lifetime movie for the big screen, uh, was that they did not go over her life as a reality TV star. Which I literally only paid a ticket to see that part. <laughs> like I was waiting with weighted breath, being when waiting for her to go. Oh hell to the nah! And it never happened. It never happened. Well, they even my money guys. They'd even touch on the fact that you know she was a straight coke fiend. Yeah, yeah, they hit on that pretty heavily. Uh-huh. And they she had was gay. no I didn't choice. Really, oh, sorry, I mean, bisexual. Look, they did hit on. She was bisexual too. So she got Bobby Brown hooked on that. Yeah, she did. Probably so. I can believe that. Everybody always thinks Bobby I mean, Brown's a villain, but he's not. Well, because I only reason I say I can believe that is because I mean, she was doing a richer person's drug. Mm-hmm. Bobby was broke. Whitney Houston <laughs> did grow up in a family that was like I ain't saying we're rich, but they weren't broke. Like her fucking godmother was like, um, 
Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so, she was. She knew Aretha Franklin. Like they, Aretha Franklin become like <laughs> she, they mentioned it in the movie. Like all these famous people that she knew and hang around with because of anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely got Bobby hooked on that stuff, man. Which also goes to show you, you're not untalented. You're just broke. <laughs> oh, 100%. Or you, or you start realizing the more and more you look up the family trees of famous people. Oh, like, yeah. It isn't like, it's, it's very rarely a rags of riches shit. It's like, oh, yeah, my aunt and oh, uncle yeah. were like really good at this someone. thing, too. It's all nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All or right. the fact that your parents are rich enough for you just to be like, I can just focus on this 100% of the time and I don't have to go work at McDonald's, yes. you know, so I can yeah. go to my, you know, apartment that's a one bedroom with roaches, you know, I just live in my parents' pool house and, you know, make music or act. In my- <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about like, um, like Toby Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio and, um, oh, yeah. I never Jake think about Toby McGuire. Jake, all, like they all, they all grew up together. They were all yeah. Kids they went to high school they, together. They, yeah, like <laughs> in the the in a nice high school in the in Beverly that's, Hills. That's such a wide range too. Like I would probably go like Toby McGuire, then maybe Jake Gyllenhaal because they're both a little whatever. And then DiCaprio is seem seeming more creepier the older he gets now. Well, I mean like, the fact that he uh, doesn't date a woman over twenty five and he is. Nearly fifty is a little yeah, weird. and he literally is breaking up with them like right before their twenty fifth birthday. It's like for him, yeah. But they're all still they're all still like BFFs. Oh my God, Jay Shore, I, he's like I couldn't be around twenty five year olds. I'm it's hard. It's friend, really really hard. I couldn't imagine around. being in a relationship with a twenty five year old now. So definitely not when I'm fifty, but. Uh, I realized uh, got kids my role like... in this. <laughs> I was gonna say I realized my role partially in this show is to be the the one that's closer to toxicity. So I'm just gonna <laughs> lean in sometimes You're and pull myself back. That right, right. right before I go over the cliff, just bring yeah. myself back a little bit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, look, he can, look, he can, I look at but... it this way. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like. <laughs> Is but he's also like, Leonardo DiCaprio. If like he was just like Leonardo DiCaprio, who wants a fucking Midas down the street, he wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> so like, also, I, I feel like now, and, and this is something that is going to be, I think in our society we acknowledge more now and we're better at it. But if it was like a fifty-year-old woman only dating a twenty-three-year-old, I don't think nobody would care as much. And now it's I think we gross. care a little bit more than we did in the past. We just be like, oh man, Stella got. A- they made a whole movie about it. Stella got a movie back. Like it was a whole thing about her yeah. banging this younger dude. Like, but they've also made a shit ton of movies about the opposite. And it's, <laughs> I mean, oh no, I agree. I've seen the professional. Just- it's weird. <laughs> oh no, I agree. And I'm not saying this in the sense of the defending DiCaprio. I'm saying in the sense that, like, I think as long as he's not like meeting them at 14 and then waiting till they're 18 to get with them, then. If they're like 19 and 20 and he's meeting them then, I, I'm like, Lisa, I personally wouldn't want to do that. Because I'd be like, what What can we even talk about? Like, you can go to Chuck E. Cheese. Stuff. She can play in the ball pit while you drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> go, yeah, I think all the probably, tokens you need. Go ahead and have fun. I'm pretty sure he has a ball pit in his own house. You can take that. How do you want to take that? But it's just one of those things, again, like, as long as he's not grooming them and they're just like, and I know it's a hard thing because when they're that I young, remember. it's hard not to groom. But as long as he's not getting them super young and like, oh, I'm waiting till you get 18. Like, <laughs> yo, you about to turn 18 real. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's creepy like, though. Or Aaron I'm like, Taylor Johnson. But yeah. 
Speaking of something, oh, what gross, happened to him? Uh, what is he doing? Oh, you don't know about him? Kick ass. No. Yeah, you know, you know who he is, right? Yeah, kick ass. Like his yeah, yeah. wife is she's like 25 years older than him or something crazy. Oh. She Good was she was his director when he was like 17, 16 oh, or 17. Gross. And yeah. <laughs> and like literally like the second he turned 18, then they're magically dating and then married like a few months later and she was oh, yeah. like pregnant like oh, so wow. so she yeah, already had ki- so she already had kids so her her kids were calling him dad like when he's like 18 19 years old like and then and she's immediately getting knocked up so like now they have like five kids or something and he's he's um he's yeah like it, it's like a whole thing he's younger than us i think right or yeah like, probably or like french president emmanuel Macron. Who uh, who married his? Uh, I want to say his elementary school teacher. <laughs> no. Oh wow. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the grades are in France. Yeah. So it definitely <laughs> does happen to men. I think it's just not as, um, like you said, they don't make it. But yeah, but a hundred percent, that's grooming. It, and well, it and also too, sometimes them young dudes be trying to shoot a shot. Like remember, um, I was watching that Harry Potter reunion, and I think Daniel Radcliffe tried to shoot a shot at Helen Bottom. Yeah, but she did the responsible <laughs> thing and was like, You're yes. a child, ha 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 ha, yeah. and kept it moving. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, when I was a kid, you know, sometimes you gotta. I had a guidance counselor in high school. I'm like, Look, if Tim Burton ever becomes too racist for you, Helen, I'm right. <laughs> well, but you, <laughs> but then you also have, but you also have Tom Felton, who was like two years, three years older than um Emma Watson, and was just like, Nope. Hundred percent friends. Like, I mean, well, he was also still like and they, a and child they have like a minuscule. <laughs> no, they were they were best friends. Did you not watch the documentary? No, I'm not watching no documentary with no J.K. Rowling's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh, this took a slant. <laughs> I had I have to get some political capital because I'm going to buy that damn game, right? So I have to stay away. Oh, <laughs> uh, I asked my wife if she wants it. She still hasn't made a decision yet, so. <laughs> To stay away until until I can get my hands on enough money to buy the game, and then I can be like, then I have to stay See, away. I don't want to play years. it because like if I don't like end up in the house that I want to be in, I'm gonna be pissed. You pick, you can choose you pick your house. You can, you can choose your house. I thought you just like fill out like a thing and they make yeah, you, and then yeah, the but end. then you can say, but then you can yeah. say, but I really oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, man. That's cheating. <laughs> it, technically, it's not because in the books they say that you know Harry chose Gryffindor because he was like, nuts. Look, he's not gonna watch a documentary with her name on it, but he's gonna fucking quote it with her name. I, on yeah. it. You I make read all no the books. sense, Jason. You I make no sense, you contrary a hole. I read so, all we the need books what 10k for him to agree with you? Is that what we need? Yeah. 10K? <laughs> I read all the books before she came problematic, all right. <laughs> Also, well, before she Max told us she was problematic, because she probably was always problematic. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, never told us. I mean, you... Shacklebolt, Shacklebolt. Abby was always on the wall. The writing was literally on the <laughs> wall. On the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay, on TikTok. Have... People will do skits where they'll be like, Hi, I'm in, you know, there'll be a Harry Potter character. I am the, the bisexual character. My name is, you know, Kim. Yeah. Another, you know, Gender neutral name, or because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, the one Irish guy, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> isn't it a, a trans person in the game, supposedly? Yeah, 
and her name is uh they even though they named her after a Irish god uh she has her name is like sir something like it, the the first part of her name is sir so it's like an Irish god hmm. it's like sir and everybody's like you named a trans person and you is put sir in their name. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember That's the name. Of name. Of the, of the I love that you, name. And it's spelled so fun. But. Can you uh, imagine like the meeting when they got to tell Jake Joanne that? Like, hey, we're going to put this trans character. Absolutely not. Five million dollars. Well, I mean, as long as you make it like a, a, a male name with a woman's name, hey, I can take we that. We're still going to allow the, par- the players to put down an obviously Jewish people's uprising <laughs> so it'll be all right so <laughs> what can we say oh the here? goblins oh i forgot about that oh man yeah, uh, yeah. i just can imagine like if uh yeah. if jk rowling had wrote like harry potter but from an american perspective and then it's like <laughs> this is blackie blackinson over here <laughs> dr mcgee have you Darcy? seen Dr. Johnson. <laughs> have you seen the have you seen the, um on TikTok, Jason? I think the the girl who's like, if I was a it's a black girl and she's like, if I were the Hogwarts teacher and Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And she's, she's like, oh, like Hermione, we need to do something with your hair. <laughs> yeah, Hermione. <laughs> and she's like, What do you mean you're going out? No, you're not. Turn around. Get back in your room. <laughs> she's amazing. She stopped yeah, doing yeah. that because the internet is a terrible place, and mm-hmm. like she was getting some backlash, or not really backlash, but people were like, "Oh, you're like the token Hogwarts teacher or something stupid like that." Thinking they're funny, and it's just like, "I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this no more." Like I was trying to do some fun stuff, and like people ruined shit. Always, <laughs> yeah. Always. I understand being like internet funny is a hard thing because you don't want to really offend it. Excuse me, when you have a heart. You don't really want to yeah. offend anybody. You want to make the joke. Because even as I've been trying to spend more time and I'll be making comments and jokes, like I have to actually think when I'm doing this to go, will someone misinterpret this the wrong way or think I'm being cruel and rather than just playful? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't take long to that. Because you know what? That same joke they made, you could have just showed your friend that and they made that dumbass joke personally and nobody would care. Yeah, nobody would win. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a certain thing about saying offensive stuff. If you and prefer to do that with people that you know that just you're just fucking around, not the internet. <laughs> yeah, and also with the, you know because mostly it's text based stuff. You know you don't have tone or intonation right. or and a they don't fucking know you either. <laughs> so like you know right, they don't know right. if you joke. I actually uh, ran into a problem because I commented on on one of these followers, this girls that I I follow, you know, saying, "Oh, you confirmed my bias," and like, and she was like, uh, she took it as in me me saying that she was you know being you know bias confirmed mm. or whatever and i was like oh no 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 no! i'm so sorry if that's a, that's how you went i it was completely misworded wrong i'm sorry if you meant if you if you uh if i sounded like i'm an asshole i was talking about myself i wasn't talking about you your take was 100 percent great i loved it i'm so sorry if i offended you in any way shape or form and i made sure like to apologize profusely because <laughs> i you know did not think that you know she's reading it rather than knowing that i'm joking right mm-hmm. so you gotta be careful on the internet. So don't say shitty things to people. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's um the last thing I have for it. I'm going to Jess's younger brother's wedding this weekend. And that's why I got to do it tonight. Um I, I will be one of the token black people there. The question <laughs> is over and under 
two and a half black people being there, not including my family. Not including your kids. Cause yeah, yeah, not including me and my family, my two kids, yeah. <laughs> so it had to be <laughs> over under two and a half. You going down to Florida? Yes. And it's going to be Orlando, and it's going to be like a oh, Disney. Hey, you, y'all going to be the, 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 the pepper and the salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going under. <laughs> I'm going under. There okay. might be, I will say there might be one random other minority person there. Okay. Wait, should I drop the line to 1.5 then? (laughs) (laughs) They won't be like, they might be like an Asian person or maybe like, uh, you know, a South Asian person uh, (laughs) or some other Asian person (laughs) or maybe a white passing Latina. (laughs) All right, right, I'm dropping the line to 1.5. You've convinced me. All right, 1.5. Are you still taking it under? I'm taking it under still. I'm going to be like, y'all in Florida. Orlando? Yeah. <laughs> no way! I, I, yeah, I'll take the over. Sure. All right. What do we What do we, we win will, if we get this? We will reveal these results next week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Worst competition ever. Uh, Jason, before I, yeah. we we close the show, I would like uh, to ask you one question. Uh, yes. What other superhero, uh, Avenger, would you have taken to beat Kang and still be like, okay, he's still a bad guy. He's still like the big bad. Wait, what? What's if, the question? Uh, someone, another Avenger who could actually end up beating Kang like Ant-Man did, but you would still mm-hmm. be like, oh, he's still going to be a problem, even though this person just oh, beat him. Oh, I know the answer to this. Well, um, you can have your own answer. I know, I'm keeping <laughs> my mouth shut. The only person I can think of, it probably would be Captain Marvel, only because Thanos like one shot at her with the power stone, but before he did that, he couldn't even do anything to her. And so if he took that L from there, we could be like, okay, well, Thanos had to one shot her with a power stone to even get her out of the way. She'd be the only one. Because even, I mean, as much powerful scholar, which is, if you punch her in the face, she'll she's die. still a person. <laughs> right, right. Like, <laughs> she's just a person. <laughs> so I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably gonna go with. Trying to look around. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with Captain Marvel's the only person that I think he could take an L to, and I still would feel like he's a universal threat or a multiversal threat, excuse me. Lisa, who would be your answer? Scarlet Witch, she wouldn't let him get close enough to get punched <laughs> in the face. Hundred percent. Next would be what's his name? Um Ant Man, because he just did it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Say, I was going to say Ant Man. Ant Man goes going to go up his butt. Doctor Strange. In fact, that should be Ant Man's like first move. It's like shrinking down. <laughs> like I, I in uh, I, the boys. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even give credibility to Doctor Strange because let's keep it a bean. Doctor Strange be getting the crap beat out of him every time we see him fight. He like, shouldn't be. Infinity he shouldn't War. be. I just, I think that's an MCU thing. Yeah, he's it is. Fucking powerful. They, they are underutilizing him greatly. I don't know what's going on with that. One hundred percent. If Hawkeye beat him, I'd still be like, yeah, he's the bad guy. He's really bad. <laughs> yeah. All Hawkeye's got his power is his hands. That's all he's got. Look, man. Joke your said, just the guy with a bow and arrow shooting that robots. You just do something up perfectly. <laughs> yes. Hawkeye, yes, you are that guy. <laughs> this chick got cosmic powers and you got a bow and arrow. You're like, I'm not shook. What the you fuck should. What am I doing? Here? Right. <laughs> I 
must be at home with my kids right now. Don't make any <laughs> sense. Don't make any sense. Don't make any sense. This is Who such a powerful shield. Right. Why you keep calling the number? <laughs> I, I got like, a family. Like I you. I'm I'm not not the world in the threat. We need you. God damn. <laughs> what was it? Age, Age of Ultron, right? Here he's yeah, like yeah, disappointing yeah. my kids. <laughs> right. I got a multi-billionaire friend over there who knows I'm just a dude with a bow and arrow, and still hasn't made me a suit. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Right. Hey, I'll give Tony Stark credit. At least he built the black guy suit first. No, nah, because so. the black guy had to steal a suit because. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> Did he steal it? I thought he got it. I thought he, he stole it. They broke. They yeah. They went and had to steal it from. Rhodey stole the suit from him and took it to the American government. Yeah. Which. <sighs> Rhodey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You sip him for the wrong girl. The Patriot or something, right? They remember they did like the whole show of everything. The Iron then, Patriot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess in my mind, I thought like he gave him that suit, and then when they broke apart, no. he just went to the no. other side. It was like, oh, I got the suit. Yeah, because it was one of the, the. It was like a. It was like the Mark II or whatever, one of his first right suits that he stole. But he didn't even paint it yet. He didn't even get the nice one. He got the fucking jalopy. Yeah, that he was like, I don't even want it anyway. The Falcon had the Falcon had the suit. Hot wire the suit. All right, it is. He's He's got a half a cigarette hanging on his mouth. Right, shut up, Jarvis. I'm taking this. (laughs) God of sixty seconds, the roadie edition. (laughs) Oh, now that's the MC movie we should see. That's the one shot Someone they should have made. Someone make that a cartoon. Someone make that a cartoon, please. I'm just imagining him in his house shoes and a white beater. <laughs> okay, but Tony Stark, Tony State, I'm getting his suit. Tony State. Yeah, what do y'all? Yeah, what do y'all say something to me? <laughs> done all those damn work <sighs> for my country. I better get me some suit. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's why the action. That's why they cast uh, Terrence Howard first. Yeah, what did that look? He's like, man. Yeah, when I'm man. He got his hair because he got the curls in. All right, I guess we can end the show, Jason. I think we've given everybody two two hours. For... I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, we we can go. Oh ahead. wait, I need to say something. If you okay, if, um, for for listeners, if if y'all are trying to follow me on social media. Because I've had a bunch of like random people request to follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is private. So it's literally I only have Instagram for like friends and family that I never see. And because I don't have a Facebook. And so Jason. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and so in Facebook is so this, that's my answer to Facebook. So if you are sending me for requests on Instagram, you need to follow me on the Head Cannon Circus Instagram, not on my my personal one. But everything else is not private. So you can follow me on all the other socials. I'm taking a break from TikTok for Lent to mm. um, just completely. Cleanse the soul. Yeah. Just to. Yeah. So so uh, I'm not deactivating it. Last year I had to actually take it off of my phone. <laughs> um, but I, I have more discipline this year. So. What are you so gonna I'm not going to deactivate computer? it. You can still request, you know, follow me, watch my old videos and stuff like that. But I won't be on for another 38 days now. So, um, but yep. Yeah. So if you're trying to find me 
Um, also, you can just DM us on the Headcanon Circus mm-hmm. socials, and the guys will let me know, and then we can, and then we'll we chat. So, or they won't. We'll just but. pretend to be Lisa. No, hey guys. Yeah, I'm just saying, what's up? I'll say, yeah. I'll type it in that voice. Hey, go ahead. Oh, yeah. If you want to meet up, just go ahead and cash me a hundred bucks. Uh, my cash app. Is oh yeah, you guys can totally Venmo us for sure. Yes. We'll, we'll I like that. some new Jordan, size eleven and a half, boo. Thank you, Men's, please, because I wear men's clothes. I'll meet you there. <laughs> so if it sounds like that's not me, just so y'all know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hopefully we can get some more, been more active on social media. So hopefully we can get some yeah. more followers. Jason has um, a plan. I guess yeah. we'll, I guess we'll review the cleaner next week. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, we're gonna do the cleaner next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got it. We you know what? If if we could ever get Sam Sam Jackson on this show, then we'll review the cleaner. How about that? <laughs> and he'll come on. And- I'm sure Sam Jackson's like, you want to review my 2007 seminal movie, The Cleaner? Oh yeah, Sam. <laughs> You never know. Sam Jackson is an amazing human. Maybe he'll, maybe someone will pass us on Look, him. And then Morehouse, man. I've seen some of the movies he's made. He coming on our show would not be a downgrade for some of the stuff he's done. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> That'd be amazing, though. Honestly, I would die. If I, we got Sam I Jackson would on the show. Like, I've done all the things I need to do in life. I'm done. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Show over. We're done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing will ever be this great again. Uh, also, for all of our listeners and viewers and followers, uh, if we reach 5,000 viewers uh, yep. or subscribers on YouTube or on any other one of our, our platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. Apple Tunes, whatever, uh, Jason and I will do hot yogurt with uh, Lisa. Um, yep. I don't want to do that, so please don't make me do that and stop subscribing. No, actually, subscribe so we can do that. Also, if we get to, uh, what we say, 10,000, uh, we're going to do a... Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with Lisa for everything. Yes. For everything uh, that I everything say, she says. even if I say the greatest showman is the greatest movie ever made, ever he got to agree I, with me. Mm, he mm, does. That's the mm, deal. Mm, hopefully, she make won't happen, make me do that because mm, make I, it happen, y'all. <laughs> uh, and then uh, if we do fifteen thousand, I, I, this probably changes every week. Every time we say this, uh, we'll do a Taylor Swift only yes. episode. Yes. Uh, please yeah. don't make me do that. And if we get some uh, number over that, uh, then I will allow uh, you, the viewers, as well as my lovely co-hosts to uh, fuck with my dating profiles on the internet. Yes, please, guys. Look, like we should just do that anyway. I know. Right? <laughs> you should just let us do daily, that. Daily Bumble update. more subscribers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daily Bumble update. Just let us know how it's going in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many single moms can Jason attract in an hour? Zero. <laughs> Even way. if you have Lisa do your profile, sploosh yes. it up a little bit, then you let me talk for you when they text you. Yeah, you be in there like swimwear. It's, it's totally not immoral. And then they see my pictures and like, oh yeah, swipe left. <laughs> well, that's what Lisa. That's Lisa's job. She'll make sure they swipe right. Is that how you? Well, do? just I'm put in a the picture of which Jonathan picture. There you go. Just say I'm very similar to this guy. Said with all the muscles or the talent or the charm or even like I, say, I look like Jonathan Majors. Here's my picture. Do you see the resemblance? And it's just Jonathan Majors. Put a little Photoshop on it just to make it a little less like him. Have him by the mustache. Right, right. 
Charlie Wilson. <laughs> like, give yourself a scar and it'll be like candy. Yeah. Oh, this is a scar, just right down the eye. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I apologize. Go ahead. Uh, Lisa, do you have any closing words for us? Uh, for um, uh, did, 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 did. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, Jordan don't forget to go to our website, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason worked really hard on it, so please go check us out. We got a couple blog posts. Um, engage. If you guys would please send us um, money. Well, <laughs> yes. That, yeah, Black History Month's almost over, so you better Venmo your black friends some money. Um uh if you can just like tell us if there's things you want to see you know that we want to we're here for you guys so if there's things you want us to review talk about anything like that we would love to do that so we can get more people um please just you know anytime you like and subscribe please just repost it somewhere else so we can just um bump up the views share and um (laughs) yeah I mean, I got I got a foot tattoo, so if y'all want to see that, you just let me know. <laughs> so. Ooh, our, uh, you just got this show spicy. <laughs> Maybe that's it's on our only, pantheon. <laughs> it's Ed Kennison's OnlyFans. There's not only this, but our feet as well. Because <laughs> our ugly ass man toes. Listen, listen <laughs> we we try and I got eye surgery last year. I'm trying to pay that shit off, like just you know, gnarled. <laughs> Toes, fungal, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jason, like, you just... have... <laughs> just gnarly. Um, you have any last words for us? Yeah, yeah. As uh, Lisa usually talks about, uh, support black businesses. Yes. I had a black business that I support, and I was like, oh, I should mention it on the show. Cause they're really good people. So, uh, Sweet Brown Sugar Bakery is in Grayson, mm-hmm. down the street mm-hmm. from me. Great, great, great. <laughs> black owned, delicious desserts. Uh, they even do chicken salads and tuna salads and soups. Mm-hmm. And Keisha's like it's really really good, guys. Every time I go, can you in, text us that link or what? Oh, 100 percent. Um, every time I go I in there, I probably spend. Oh, again, I, I just remembered it today to bring it up, but I usually spend about eighty dollars every time I go in there. Me and the girls mm-hmm. go in there, we just wreck shop. So <laughs> pick up what you want, kids. We don't even care. Right, right, right. <laughs> we so, got that tax uh, yeah, yeah. return. <laughs> right. Well, that's gonna be happening real soon. Tax money, baby. Um. But yeah, yeah, please check them out, man. Enjoy the sweets. It's really good. They all do custom cakes as well. They actually had a cake in there that's on display that looked like a stack of um, pancakes with syrup on it. But it's actually, it was like a vanilla cream cake. It was, looks it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're great. They're dope. And Grayson, uh, the address for people are 2023 Grayson Highway in Grayson, mm. Georgia. So yeah, next time we all get together, I'll make sure I buy some stuff and bring it with me so you guys yes, can have please. it as well. With the liquor, mm-hmm. so we can drink that as well. Mm-hmm. The only problem is you have to go to Grayson, which is the armpit of Gwinnett. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'll do it for you and bring it to you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> he already also, said he would do it. Little known fact, uh, this show here is also a Black-owned business. So <laughs> He yep. did that. He did that. Well, anyway, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us once again. It's been our pleasure to uh, share this time with you guys. Uh, please uh, be kind, be considerate, uh, and tip your servers and bartenders at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. And since it is Black History Month, tell Jaren that the Irish weren't slaves. In Detroit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hard hard no. sell there at the end of the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next-